Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is the place where sports opinions collide, dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth Beans. Joining me on the show, we got BZ430. You said dead in sports, dude. You said dead yeah, in sports. I was so confused <laughs> about what's happening right now. Here, We're all looking at you very confused. <laughs> we thought we you were did. Punked. That's why I didn't know you were starting the show. You were just like, we're talking about show. Let me get my phone. September Fools. Dead in sports. Like, because I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you were bullshit. Yeah, me too. I was like waiting for the joke. Going. I'm like, wait a minute. He's for real. I'm like, new tickle, new tickle, too. Right. right. Here's the mic show. Here's the mic show. Uh, you got Ken and BZ, Sophie and Mike, FIFO and Rod. Uh, the people want to know, was the mic still on? I'm saying. Thank you for listening to a new episode of the Is the Mic Still On podcast. My name is Kenneth Beans. Joining me on the show, we got BZ430. <laughs> what up? FIFO247. What it do? Say it ain't so. Hi, hi, hi. Mike C-Town. Yo. And <laughs> lack of energy every week is just what kills me. I know it's like everybody got like a, a catchphrase or something. Yeah. Something like ha ha hi. <laughs> uh, but but we know the master of catchphrases is on the show for us sitting in for a ride. We got Nikki Ducey, ladies and gentlemen. What's Period. going on, Mr. AKA? What's happening? Oh Mr. AKA, so I lose everything. Mr. Right. AKA. Why you always got to bring this in? You always screaming my faults and whispering listen, my success. Go, all right. Go listen. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, go listen to the League podcast <laughs> if y'all want to know why the hell I'm chastising this man over here. All right. If you like what you hear, please share the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to support the show, you can do so at Patreon. It can be found at patreon.com slash is the mic still on or click the link in the description. For those of you that are new to the show, is the mic still on is composed of five parts. We have a TBD, uh, which is going to replace facts only. Uh, topics, common commentary, Pass the mic in our facts only segment. Mm. Um, do we have any facts only this week? Who are you asking? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say he's always. He asking Reddit. He asking Reddit. He always have that ready. He be talking to himself. Day, he talking to himself. Man, we just gonna jump in the topics. How about that? Let's do it. How about that? That's what we gonna do. You know what? Let's hey, check it. this out. Yes. So this is cool. So I'm just now checking the Reddit. So I, I, I told. I apologize to everybody. But somebody said uh, on, on Reddit, if y'all do go with the fun fact, you, you could go to Today I Learned and pick one from there instead of having to bring the fun fact in. So thank you for the tip. We're definitely going to check that out. Just the tip. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, I am looking through here. All right, so jumping to a little bit of a fact only. This comes from Moe's Law 2. 
And he writes, I don't know if I'll call this a facts only or comic commentary, but Cuties isn't just a movie about 11-year-olds dancing provocatively. There have been comparisons to Dance Moms, but Dance Moms is a reality show where the act is being glorified or accepted. And Cuties, it isn't. It's a coming-of-age story about a young black girl in France caught between two extremes, her incredibly conservative Muslim family and the hypersexual secular culture of France and Western cultures in general. I, wa- I was hoping Rod would stay because I-, I watched Cuties. You did? Yeah, because I, 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 I saw this on those comments and they were like, oh, why are you guys talking about shit that you didn't even watch? So I went ahead and watched it. It's, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> well, there And there are certainly parts that I think someone should go to jail for. Mm. Oh, damn. Like, damn. yeah, there's like, there is some scenes in that movie that mm-hmm. should have never been made, mm-hmm. never been edited, and never been shown. Oh, wow. It's definitely pedophile pop. Not like, it's, it's not, yeah. Really? Yeah, like, there's scenes that where they're dancing very provocatively, and mm-hmm. the camera is zooming, zooming in, in on their crotches, and they're at, these are 11-year-olds. So do you think the cameraman should go to jail? Or the director? I think the director needs to be ashamed of herself. I get she was trying to make an overarching point, mm-hmm. yeah. but the point could have been made without those scenes. I wonder if she was in the room when this so, happened. So you're just talking about those particular scenes in general. Yeah, the overall, yeah. The overall idea of the film is fine. Okay. You know, I thought the movie was bad because it was just like, it wasn't really made very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like her point could have been made without those specific scenes mm-hmm. of zooming in on them humping the ground and twerking. Mm-hmm. Those scenes could have been removed and the point would still be there. Gotcha. So I see okay. why people are upset yeah. about it, but I also see why people are saying you should watch it before you say you're upset. Okay. okay. Yeah, which is what I was about to just ask you a question related to that, but I haven't watched it, so I gotta go watch it. What's your question? Comment. I'm curious now. Just about the, the humping the ground and stuff like that. It was just them like, they're, they're trying to be this, this award-winning dance group, but they're 11 year olds. Yeah, but I was just wondering if the point would have still gotten across without those scenes. It would have because it's not it's not so much about the dancing. Mm-hmm. It's more about this this young black girl in France's struggle between dealing with her home life and then finding something that she can belong to, which mm-hmm. is this dance group. Okay. And there is a part where a breast is shown. It's not the 11-year-olds. I don't know how old this other group is supposed to be. They maybe they're 16 or something, but they're dancing around and one of the girls, you know, pulls a titty out and it's like well, why did that need to like it's just there's these scenes in this mm-hmm. movie that didn't need to be there mm. and it just seems weird that they included them because i'm like we would have gotten the point without you zooming in on her crotch yeah like i really felt super uncomfortable watching I, it but i was I like bet. i'm gonna go yeah. ahead and finish it because i knew people were saying like oh you guys are talking out of your ass you haven't even watched it okay cool i'm gonna go and watch it and i still say it's shit. well and is. i still say that pedophiles would fucking be nutting all over their TV watching Ew. this shit. Mm. It's a, I'm dead ass. <laughs> like this shit should not have been. <laughs> just hearing it was a bit. Aggressive. It just should not have been. It shouldn't have been released this way. It's just. It's just. It's not necessary. So let me ask. So was the story itself like what they were trying to portray? Good. It was just wasn't shot or edited in a way that <clears throat> they just added too much extra shit. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But, but, but the story was was there. The story was there. It's okay. an interesting story. It's just, it wasn't made well. Even without those scenes, it wasn't made well. Mm-hmm. We would have still gotten the point, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need an 11-year-old chasing, like, shaking her ass on my television for me to understand, like, this is not a cool thing. Yeah. yeah it Interesting. Is. 
Cool. Well, appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the facts only slash comment commentary. So we're going to jump into topics. Sophie, what you got? Well, today, let's see. Huh. Pulling out my topic here. Huh. <laughs> Not the smack. <laughs> Not the smack. So I came across this um, article saying that, um, so, you know, the, all the fires and stuff that are out west was started by that gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that was true. A gender reveal party started yes. all the- Yes. So there was some gender reveal, and you know how they'd be lighting off fucking rockets and fucking fireworks and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It, you know, sparked into a fucking forest fire, and the brush hole caught on fire, and then now 20,000 plus acres of uh, Riverside and like other places in San Diego have just been completely demolished. Mm-hmm. So I saw this article saying gender reveal party could, oh, excuse me, gender reveal party family could face manslaughter charge after firefighter dies in El Dorado fire. So I guess there's legislation in California that says if you unlawfully or, you know, some, you know, if you, um, what does it say? Hang on one second. Uh, Yeah, if you unlawfully or um, against, you know, what is the fucking word I'm thinking of? Jesus. I don't don't, don't Um, know. Starts with an N. Neglect. Yes. Thank you. Yes. When you when you do when you start a fire, Negro, Nicholas, Nicholas. When you start a fire um, like that, and again up to that magnitude, where so much shit is demolished, yes, you can definitely face charges of manslaughter if someone actually dies as a result of that wow. fire that you started. So they said that there isn't enough. I guess right now for them to actually bring charges onto the family. And I guess that they say that the family has been pretty cooperative so far. Um, Mm. But yeah, they can definitely face charges. And I just thought that this was interesting because this again was a result of a gender reveal party, which takes me to kind of part two of the topic. I looked it up and there's another article from the guardian that says Gender reveal parties are harmful in so many ways. Why do we treat them as really quirky? I've always kind of thought this, right? Because again, once you, I don't know, when gender reveal parties became as popular as they are now. But I think that, you know, we've had a lot of discussions in the past or most recent years about gender and sex and how they're not the same thing and how, you know, there's different sectors and factors and stuff that goes that goes into somebody's makeup, right? So to me, gender reveal parties have always kind of seemed a bit aggressive. Like there's always been baby showers, right? But like celebrating a child's gender isn't really accurate if you're actually reflecting on what we know gender to be today, right? So like just because someone has the sexual organ doesn't necessarily mean that they're a boy or a girl, if that's what we're going off of. So they've always kind of seemed aggressive. But then when I looked up the article, it says, and I thought that this headline was a little odd, but it says gender reveal parties are a form of domestic terrorism. And I was like, wait, let me read some more. So then it says one dead grandmother to be, a downed plane, an incinerated car, several terrifying explosions, an altercation at Applebee's, a massive wildfire that burned down 47,000 acres of Arizona forest and resulted in an estimated $8 million worth of damage. And they said that that's all just small snapshots of the manslaughter and mayhem unleashed by gender reveal parties over the last couple of years. I thought that this was interesting because I think 4th of July, people pop off a lot of fireworks and shit too. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know 
the differentiation of like what would make it so different. I don't know if people are just having gender reveals in like fucking brushel ass, dry ass areas or whatever the case is. But yeah, I mean, of course, charges can be brought up. But I think the the premise of my topic that I really wanted to focus on today. Yes, it's interesting that people can face charges for these types of things if you are negligent and start a fire. But really, like gender reveal parties, I think are weird as fuck. Um, I get that sometimes people, you know, have parties just to, you know, have an excuse to throw celebration and get gifts for their kids. I get that. But to me, being that we know what gender and sex are, it just seems a bit aggressive to have a gender reveal party for a child that you don't, huh? Aggressive, you said? Yeah, it just seems aggressive. Like, I don't, because if gender reveal parties were actually what they really are, for example, gender and sex are two different things. We know this, but no one's going to say, oh my God, let's celebrate the fact that my child has a vagina. That's weird. No one's going to say, oh, let's celebrate the fact that my child has a penis. Cause that's really what a gender reveal party is. You don't right? really know how that person's going to identify later on in life. So I just think that that's odd that that's something that's been so celebrated. And I think that the more gender reveals that I've seen, it almost is like, directly parallel with like trans people trying to get rights and like you know trying to exist i think you know among us and you know not be killed because they're different or identify differently so i just feel like gender reveal parties are are getting more popular at the same time as like other trans people or you know non-conforming people are trying to fight for their rights to like mm. exist and you think there's a correlation i think there might be I think there might be. I mean, I think that gender reveal parties are just not called sex reveal parties because people don't understand the difference between sex and gender. I don't think it's as deep as they're intentionally calling it a gender reveal party because they're assuming that this person's going to identify as this forever. I don't even think they're thinking about it that deep. Yeah, you know? I was going to say. I think thing. they're simply like, "This is a boy. This is a girl. girl. Yay. And that's yeah. it." Yeah. It's, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that it's it's them saying well 10 years down the line i wonder if this person is still going to identify as male they're not thinking they're not thinking that, that deep yeah. no nope. it's just people what? the gra grandma and grandpa want to know are you having a boy or a girl and that's i think that's as deep and that's as really just all it is yeah yeah i mean but I, guess, I get what you're saying though. i guess i just struggle with that because it's like if we have reached a place in society where not everyone i guess is knowledgeable about it which seems a bit silly but i guess you know that's what people have grown up knowing now that we know that it's two separate things, it just seems odd to celebrate it, even if they do change their minds later on, because this is, you know, it just kind of creates this idea that I'm the parent, this is what I'm having. And so then if that person deviates from that, then it creates this like weird thing later on down the line. I don't know. I guess that's why I've always seen it as aggressive, but I know people who I, you know, think the same as far as, you know, gender reveal parties and why they shouldn't necessarily be a thing. Um, but I just don't really understand why it can't just be like baby showers, you know, like even in baby showers, they had heavily themed like pink or blue parties that were like, you know, whatever. So what's the by difference? Hmm? So what's really the difference there? If you, if you know you're having a boy and you say, Hey, we're throwing uh, a baby shower. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be all blue themed. Mm hmm. I mean, what's really the difference? Because that boy could later on identify as a woman. So that's what I'm saying. When when you say that we all know, I don't think we all know. I think a lot of people don't know and they don't care to know. They don't yep. understand 
anything when it comes to gender and sex and fluidity. They yeah. don't get it because it doesn't affect them. So they're yeah. just like, my kid is a girl. Sweet. Yeah. My kid's a boy. Sweet. And it ends there. Yeah. And, I, and even a lot of gender reveal parties I've seen where like they announce it. And like the dad starts crying because it's not what he wanted or the mom gets upset because it's not what she wants. Like that type of thing. It's just. But see, maybe someone should explain to them at some point you might get what you want. (laughs) So (laughs) chill out (laughs) and wait. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess this is a question. It may be, you know, if we have any non-binary or, you know, trans followers, like, is this something that you feel sensitive about? Is this something that you care about? Because if y'all don't care, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't as much. I don't know if like, I could, I could just see how that would be a sensitive topic, knowing that the two are different, but there's so much emphasis on on that before the baby even gets here. Well, so I, I understand why you would be upset and I understand why people who are either non-binary or trans would be upset. But I think that, 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 that the level of being upset is based on the contingency of them knowing Like, I think that non-binary people and trans people are really pushing the idea of, well, you should know this. And if you did know this, then you would understand why this is a problem. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they're walking into the conversation saying, you guys already know this and you're ignoring it. And therefore, this is offensive. You see what I'm saying? I, I feel like the idea should be pushed more so. On people who know and do it anyways? That. Okay. And or educating people and being like, look, you're not really celebrating their gender. You're celebrating their sex. Yeah. Right. But is that really going to make them stop having gender reveal parties? Of course not. They're still going to do it. It'll just be, I mean, is it, does it really matter if it's called a sex reveal party? I think so. Cause I think people get offended once you talk about, like once you talk about it in that context, but it's still going to be an issue because if I come out and I'm celebrating the fact that I'm having a boy, then you have women that are like, well, why are you so happy about having a boy? Would you be sad if you're having a girl? Like there's always going to be some sort. I mean, I think gender reveal parties are stupid in general, but I think lots of shit that has to do with babies is stupid. Okay. But I think that any way you go with that conversation, there's going to be an issue. Maybe people should just stop fucking lighting things on fire yeah. when they want to be happy about their fucking child. Mm-hmm. How about you just bring everybody to your house and you say, hey, everybody, we're having a girl. Oh, man, girl. Right. And then we can call it a day. Well, well, you can have fun and do other things. Like I've seen people hit like either golf balls or baseballs and they explode into a color. That's the like problem. That. These things are exploding. Something has to, <laughs> something has to make hey, them explode. What do you think makes it explode, the, God? The, inf- <laughs> the impact. Of the oh, you're saying when when you when you yeah. hit the when you hit the ball with the golf club, it explodes. Yeah. Why? Why are you? Why did you go? It don't really there? explode. It's kind of like just, but, it, it yeah, breaks. It just, yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. When yeah. you yeah. Oh, oh, like, yeah. like, 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 yeah, I had to, I had to bring it back. I had to use like, a better choice of words. That's me too. Yeah, we'll share. Because I was like, I thought you were saying you hit the ball and the ball it blows up. No, 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 no. That's the problem. That nigga ain't gambit, nigga. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god okay so like maybe like people could do like pinatas yeah. sure yeah like, like one or that, i don't know is that cultural appropriation i've seen people do that before yeah at this point at this point i don't know it's pretty much what i'm saying at this point you're going down like either way you go the look, road is i don't know up. i just i look i just well, figured i, I should ask i, I don't want to be suggesting shit and it's not from my culture bitch i don't know from from the article that you said i feel like they were more their issue was more about property damage and like how much this is, de- you said domestic mm-hmm. terrorism, right, like how right, much right. devastation. My like- segue was how I felt personally on the yeah. matter, but yes, it also is fucking detrimental for y'all to be out here blowing shit up 
yeah. on some yay and then you walk away and everyone goes inside and eats meatballs and everything is on fire in the back <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck is going on hey don't meatballs be fire out of baby shower they do be fire as fuck and I know how to make them I'm gonna put the recipe up anyways yeah I don't know check out Sophie's food blog that was all that was all but yeah, it was kind of crazy hearing that that whole thing started off with a gender reveal party. And I don't know if these things are like a gender reveal party is new. Or they been, I feel like, I feel, yeah, I feel like it's fairly new. Like it, it's extreme? really starting to take off. Well, not not mm-hmm. new like this year, but like no, I mean like to this extreme as yes. far as like yeah. as far as how they celebrate. Yeah, because you yeah. know how humans are, bro. We always try to outdo the last person. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so they're just getting bigger and dumber. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and slightly more creative in, in some aspects, but yeah, it's. This is new though. This is a new thing. They did a gender reveal on some tower in Dubai that was like $95,000. Stupid. And they all watched. That could have been his college fund. Yes. I mean, more well, than like college fund. Well, they spent $95. College fund ain't shit. Right, right. You're right. You're right. They got that. They got that. It was like one of the main buildings. I don't know what building it was, but it was almost like, um, you know, if you did it on like the Eiffel Tower or some shit. Or, the only you know, building I know over there is the Burj Khalifa. But yeah, Sophie, I, I don't think we're at the point now where people are where you are and and, and uh, some people in society are at the understanding of the difference between the two. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think for the most part, the world still looks at boy, girl, yeah. and they're all the same. And yeah. I think it's really just that simple. I get it. So that's why they're just yeah. doing it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to have a gender reveal party, I don't think. But I would definitely want to know what that kid was prior to it coming out. Because you got to prepare. Yeah, I got to prepare. So. Yeah. I got to buy clothes. And I got to buy guns if it's, a, if it's a girl. Even I got to gotta put my weight up if it's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. yeah. Nah. yeah. I can't. I could, I could deal with having a boy. I don't want to have any of, them, any of them. But if I had to, I could deal with having a boy. I could not deal with having a girl. I'd rather, have a, I'd rather have a girl than a boy. You'd be a great dad. You'd be a great girl dad. It's not it's about not me to. being a great dad, nope. which I think I'd be a fine dad. Oh, it would be about like you having anxiety or some shit? Yes. It would um, be about the fact that most, outside of y'all, of course. I think you'd be kind of strict, Loki. A little bit. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It would just be a matter of strict like, with like good, good intention. Like you're not going there tonight. Most of no. most of my male friends are scumbags. Ooh, <laughs> are complete scumbags. Outside of you know Ralph, Ken, and B. I made the list, y'all. <laughs> I, you know I didn't. But what if you caught that? <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Nick. But yeah, most of my male friends are just scumbags, and I would not. Please want... say Rod's name. I know he's not. Ooh, here, when but... Rod's not here, well, I know I'm, he's not I'm here. Not, I'm counting Huey. He might course. listen and be offended. You right. You right. That sounds like some just Rod say, shit, say don't yes, it? Say, yeah. Just yeah. Say yeah. Some Rod, shit. Rod, Rod might text me like, "Hey, bro, you hey, know what I'm saying? LOL. I'm not trying to be like that. LOL. But I feel like it's been said enough on the show, but for the New listeners that yep. don't know, you know, and they haven't heard those. You're right, so. you're right. But I'm just saying, most of my, most, I'll say most of my friends outside of everybody here and with Dead End, outside of Dead End, a lot of them are scumbags. As far and as And yes, like you guys listening women? that are my friends, you know you're scumbags. You do. But I just would not want to deal with my daughter bringing home anybody that was like any of my friends. I would be like, no, you cannot go out with him. What? He has tattoos? Nah. It's going to be bad boys what? all over he again. He drinks too much? No, I'm kidding. It's going to be bad boys all over again. Who, who the fuck are you? Yeah, who like, the fuck are you, you bro? I'm calling I'm all gun, of them and be like, yo, come to the house. Like, we do it like bad boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will be there. How you're I'm saying, bro. Yeah. I couldn't deal with it. But oh a boy. God. Yeah, I, I couldn't could... imagine you having a daughter now that I think about it. I would love to have a daughter. I think you would like 
like if she went to prom or some shit, you would just hold her date up by the wall. I'm coming too. By like his collar. <laughs> You're going to prom. We going to prom. We going. You gonna get your tux fitted too? No, hell yeah. I'm showing up with a wife beater on. Like, hey, who want what? Who the fuck want what? What are two awkward. You take it out of the for no reason. That's so funny. Like, I feel like niggas can never keep it cool. Yeah, it's 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 because there's a different set of preparations for both, and it's weird, and and you know some of it's just it's just a natural thing that you do, and yeah, I mean. It, it's, it's not fair, but yeah, I do remember what I was like growing up. So mm-hmm. if I had a girl, that mm-hmm. would be the first thing pop up in my head. Well, see, I was a good dude growing up. I wasn't. I wasn't out here womanizing like Ken. So I was. A, I was an all right dude growing up. So I would. I would actually be okay. So wait. If, if my but you're doing it by, by proxy by your friends. So you're not doing it by what you did, yeah. but what you're seeing done. Exactly. So I yep. have a question. Yep. So if that's the case, and you knew what you were growing up. And you don't have to police necessarily. I don't know if y'all would even say police, but be overprotective or guiding or whatever to your daughter. Would like, do you keep that same energy with your son? Like, are you like that? Like, oh, don't be like that. Don't be but like see, that. See, that's like, the I- point. I could train my son to not be a scumbag. Right. I can't necessarily train or even right. think it's fair, fair to say yeah. <laughs> to train my daughter to not date a scumbag. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot you. easier for me to control, like, hey, boy. Don't go out and do this. Don't yeah. go out and do this or this or this. I yeah. disagree. Ever since I watched Power, man, I don't want to oh have no Tariq. Oh I'm not trying to have no Tariq. Yeah. Hey, I ain't trying to have no nigga that's coming for me. A really quick life lesson. <laughs> don't go off power. Don't Thank go you. right. When it comes to raising children. Right. Don't go off no damn power. <laughs> I'm just saying, I always feel like I'm going to fight my son. But Unless I mean, he's going to try you me. Will. You will. You right. will, but that's yeah. part of growing up. Oh, that's right. crazy that y'all be going through that. I try to me five years old. I try to fight my daddy too. Five years old. I try to fight my daddy too. Wait, it's already happened, you're saying? No, I had to, to, damn near, this nigga, well. (laughs) He said it's happening. What is that, man? But just to add on to what he was saying uh, earlier about um, the difference between boy and and a girl. um, Yeah, I I agree. I wouldn't, I, I can, talk to my girl and show her the things to look out for, Mm -hmm. you know, and he said what he said about the boy perfectly. I agree with that as well. You just teach them not to be that. So, and that's really kind of the best you can do. Yeah, that's what I'll I'll say no sex till 18. When when till you get to college? You can't control TI. I'll try. I know I'm saying both of them. Like, I think think sex corrupts. I just think sex corrupts you and makes you, it just just distracts you from staying focused. You would have to give them reasons and examples and freedom. I don't get that. What kind of sex is that? I'm just, no, I'm saying like, it's going, it's going. Fall in love after one time having sex type motherfucker. It'd be like that sometimes. I love you. It'd be like that sometimes. Girl, will you marry me? Right, right. Now it's I'm gonna buy you a car. Like, like, something, dog. Like I'm, bro, you know, I'm talking about. You don't know how some people just like, bro. Like they'll come up like, Dad, I love her. I'm like, come on. Bro. But my that's mom not. Never you can do that before home. sex. Yeah. I was saying I loved my girlfriend when I was in high school, way before I had sex. Period. Yeah. Like what? The you hell? don't know how to quantify emotions when you're yeah, younger it, like that. Yeah, that's perfect. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm yep. saying? So you think it's love. Yes. But it's it really That's how it's yes. Wait yes. till you get older, and then you can do it. But that's not sex, Nick. That's just you as a young kid trying to exactly what FIFO said, just trying to quantify your emotions and figure out this life. Yeah. Because here's the thing, like when, when you're growing up, right? Like before, like pre, like when you bought the hit teenage years and all of that, you you know what love is, right? But you don't know all of these. I don't know about that. Since when? <laughs> 
<laughs> listen, I'm listen, still listen. trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not talking about love between you and another person. I'm talking about love in your family. Like, mm. no. maybe maybe your family, but yeah. so, so so you don't uh, so you don't know like some people do and some to, people don't. Yeah. Because they some have people think examples. love is so, my well, dad punching my mom in the eye. Like some people 100%. don't really okay. get it. So, so let me yeah. not talk in generalities. I get what you're saying. Though, yeah. Again, but like micro emotions. You know what I'm saying? You only know how to process or even understand that as you get older. <laughs> Nigga, I'm 36 and I damn near, I'm still learning a whole bunch of shit. So when you're that young, it's impossible for you to know. So easy is, oh shit, she makes my thing hard. I like it. That's love. No, nah, nigga, that's not love. That's infatuation. That's love. <laughs> exactly. Damn. my thing hard. <laughs> I'm talking like if I was free to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I to Huey started laughing. I know, I was too. I, was I know. Too. I was like, I was talking as a grown ass. I got you, FIFO. I, I understand. I, was like, I, I, got I, got know. I get it. It was just funny when you said yeah, it. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, Huey fucked it up for me. You don't, you don't know how to understand that shit. Daddy. 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 She made my thing home. I think Ew. I love her. It was. It's like Gucci, I, I think I love her. I know. Right. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that, so nah. Nothing wrong with getting your thing hard. Right? <laughs> Ew, I cannot have kids. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? They haven't gotten to that point yet, Ken. You, you're gonna have kids. I could tell already. Mm-hmm. You gonna love your kids too. You gonna have more than you one. I can tell kids. too. You got about three of them. You just seem like that type. It's all in our eyes. It is. I know. It, it is. is. It is for real. That's when you got that kid that you so really fuck with. You be a dope mom though. I so think so. You be a dope mom. I think you'll be a good it's mom. It's just too much energy. I heard that. With the right, it is, but with the right person, I, I can see you being a mother. Your little daughter mm. gonna say, I hate to be him. Slay. Say it. That ain't gonna be the word, dude. Ain't no telling what, what the slang gonna like, be what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Mommy, I need money for, <laughs> I need money for lunch. <laughs> well... <laughs> For real, you need to ask your dad. No, period. Like you ate yesterday. What is? What are you talking about? Like, okay, no. FIFA, what you got? Uh, so mm. this happened a what's today? This happened about two weeks ago. I don't know if y'all heard about it, uh, but it is a Florida man. It is a Florida man. So another Florida Uh-oh. man story. Uh-oh. Um, I thought he died. He Florida always dying. <laughs> he come back like Michael Myers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a um. A 56-year-old man from Florida shot his doctor twice in the chest oh, at oh, close yeah. range. <laughs> this can't, this, tell him why, is this bro. real, bro? No, no, this can't be real. I want to know why. This is real. Tell him why. So, so, <laughs> buddy's name is Milo Johansson. Uh, <laughs> he had a prostate exam, and um, the, the doctor made him bust. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> made him come. He made him bust. I mean, I, 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 I know what I know he ejaculated. He made his thing bust. <laughs> he, made his, <laughs> he made his thing hard. He made his thing hard. <laughs> he got excited. But now, um, this dude, Milo Johansson, <laughs> had got a prostate exam um, from Jacksonville, Florida, <sighs> and he, he, he nutted. And he basically confronted the doctor and was like, you better say no homo. Real talk. What the Wait, that's, that's what he said? I, I, I didn't, that was an article I read. Bro? Are you sure? <laughs> Stop it. But he meant to say no homo. 
okay, there's so many degrees of, it's not funny, yeah, but there's so many degrees yeah. of kind of funny. The it fact is. that he said no homo, that's already some whack shit. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the doctor, who's probably white, didn't understand what that meant and he didn't interpret it as yeah. no homie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor, so Dr. Smith said he was, um, like after he did it, Buddy became very aggressive, ordering him to apologize and to say no homo. That's crazy. And the doctor said he didn't even know what the hell Bitch, that was. Yeah, that's a white doctor. That's a white doctor. So, huh? Give me your oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what these doctors look like. And then dude called his 29-year-old girlfriend. Remember, he's 56. <laughs> and said, hasta la vista. And she's never heard from him since. And that was the day that he fled Jacksonville, Florida. After so, he shot him? After yeah. he shot him. The, yeah, is the he, doctor all right? Is he? Doctor okay. made it. Okay. Oh, thank God. Last thank I checked. He called yeah. his girl like, baby, I ain't coming home. <laughs> My thing is like, what was what was his reaction when it was happening? Like, oh, get the stop! <laughs> how you how you gonna be angry and busted at the same time? <laughs> like, you know oh, yeah, no, maybe. All right. <laughs> he got he got Tourette's in the dance. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you just like what the fuck? Have you I'm, ever okay? Who who here has had their prostate checked besides me? Not like that. No, you haven't had it yet? Well, you yet. wouldn't. There's no but they do the, uh, there's another way to do it. <laughs> I know, but I didn't know that until after. So. What's the other way? There's a blood test. Blood test, oh, yeah. Really? P okay. PS, PS. I was mad as fuck, dude. So I, shut up, Huey. I'm not to lie to you, bro. Yes. So real quick, the reason I found this shit so funny is, be not funny, of course, but it's funny. I got mine because I, I just. I, I wanted to be safe. You mm -hmm. know, I got my cholesterol checked and all that. You're so doing the right thing. Don't, he don't was apologize. Like, it was this kind of, he was shaped like FIFO. Mm -hmm. And he had these big ass hands too, bro. Oh, no. And he was just like, okay, so we got to, we, we should do a prostate exam. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not mentally prepared for this. <laughs> you know, I was like, um, I was like uh, Kwame when he was in the room with the, I was like, do I want to do, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> and he was just like, well, you know, you're of that age. We should go ahead and do it now. And I was yeah. like, fuck me. All right, fine. Literally. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm the only one that's here that's had it. Bro, it's not comfortable. Like, Ugh. you have to pull your pants down, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah, I want to know the you turn and cough and shit, right? No, 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 no. no. That's, that's made up. Process. That's made up. So, you know, you, you turn around, you bend over, and he fucking put some cream mm -hmm. on his hey, finger. Water. I guess. That's is it jelly it is. or is it cream? I don't know what. It's, it's, I don't know the fucking difference. It's All I know. Jelly. Okay. And they just go in it. And well, you say they, go in it. They don't even what warm finger up. Is they it? just. Whoop. I couldn't tell. I didn't turn around and look, Sophie. It's not like a. It's, I you, prefer the middle. You said he looked back at it. No, <laughs> you use the pinky, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because your you, fingers is kind of no, thick. No, no, no. <laughs> no thumbs, sir. Please, no thumbs. You could tell if it's a thumb. Or you could tell if it's a pinky. So, like, yeah, it wasn't a pinky, but okay, I can't tell if it was a thumb. I don't know. Because it's used all three. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you that. What you been doing? He used all three? No, Sophie. Oh! Damn, my God! That was fishing, boy. I was like, what? What I'm saying Dude, is, it was <laughs> definitely not the pinky. It so not been, this one. It could have been this. And not it could have been this. It could have been, I don't know if it was so, a thumb. Okay, one of, one of these three. All I know is a very thick finger. So the middle one. He had thick fingers. Okay. All of them were thick. Like fucking Vienna sausages. Ew. His okay. hand like he had fucking elephant tires okay, on the okay. hand. And then what happened? I, and then what happened? Him to smack you, huh? How long was it huh? in there? I said you wouldn't want him to smack you, huh? No. I would have just passed out. Every hand ass motherfucker. Motherfucker, he had a hand like the fucking, what's the little hamburger helper? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. 
<laughs> not the hamburger helper. He's got the hamburger helper hand, all right? And he went, and they have to feel around to get to your prostate yeah. to make sure it's not swollen or whatever. Yeah. So they can't, they don't know automatically they got to go dig. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they have to go in feel. there and then go down to get where it is. What the fuck? Uh, I'm being straight up. That's what happens. Now, the thing is, there are some men who get off that way. It's not a gay thing. That's what your G spot at, right? It just hit a nerve. That's what the G spot is. It can be a G spot for men. It's it's an I mean, but but it is yeah, it is sort of a nerve. Like you you hit a certain spot. Yeah, something's gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah, so when I had it, I did it did not feel good for me. But if there, it was just maybe you were nervous. Say again? If you were more relaxed. You supposed to relax your muscles. I was not relaxed. No, I was I'm tense as fuck. Maybe I'm surprised I didn't break that motherfucker's finger. <laughs> you could have. You break it on motherfucker's finger. a big ass, thick ass finger. Wait, <laughs> did you clench? Yeah, what? No, so I was like, ooh, no, no, what do you mean? Oh, of course so, I so clench. So that's what you mean, like break his finger off like you would have clenched? And just yes. Because they go in, like I said, and the thing about it is, again, I only had about five minutes to prepare. If I had walked in knowing that that's what, what was going to happen, what do you do to prepare? About stuff Wait, like that, though. Wait, my, <laughs> my butt ain't that tight. I could just say. Wait, what do you do to prepare? Just like white? Mental, no, Free mentally loop. prepare. Oh. So saying, I, didn't, I didn't walk in knowing that I was going to have to get that gotcha, done. Gotcha. I just walked in thinking I'm getting a couple blood right. things drawn. Right, yeah. I did not walk in <laughs> thinking that this fucking short, stocky ass, stubby, fucking handed this, man. I think it's from Ghana. I didn't know that. Here you go, dis- here you go dissing oh, Africans again, boy. Like, no, 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 I mean, he did a good job. You know? <laughs> he said he got Bruce Banner hands. He got both. He did. Did they but, talk you through it? Say, no, they don't, t- I don't want them to talk to me. I don't know. Some Just people, do it and get out of my ass. Some people, it helps distract them. Like, Is this okay? Like, am I, am I, am I getting the right wall? Like, no, don't talk to me. Just do it and leave. Oh. But the whole thing is, like I was, but my whole point is, there is a weird feeling when they do it. Okay. It's intense pain, ah. but then it's also like this weird numbing feeling. Yeah. Like I felt like my up. leg was going to buckle. I was like, this is awful. Did it feel oh, like you had to close. poop? <laughs> I was going to say, is it like icy hot? <laughs> it's, it's, it's hot at first, but then it relaxed. <laughs> Wait, Mike, did you feel like Maybe you a few more minutes, I might have been straight, right? <laughs> but yeah, bro, I was like, man, I feel some type of way about this. I was like, man, I don't know if I want to punch this dude in his mouth. Or if I want to take him to a really nice dinner. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really felt some type of way. But the whole thing with this story that makes it so crazy to me is I'm just like, man, how are you getting mad at this dude for you nothing? It's not like he went into this with the with the intention of making you nut. And I have no, a... Yeah, but, but, I, go ahead, bro. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, my other question is like, what if that's the best nut he ever had? <laughs> but that's probably why he jumped up and said, "He's now pissed off." He like, I can't exactly. never think about that again. Because, and, and, and that's exactly where I was gonna go. Because like that person probably thinks. Because in the article, it also says that he's very homophobic. Of course, you know what I'm saying. So he probably thinks that that was a sexual reaction when that's just a physiological. Yeah, I don't know if I said that right. Physiological reaction, mm-hmm. meaning that like you can't control that and it exactly. wasn't an urge it's not that you enjoyed it it's like you hit this and then that happens well he it, might have enjoyed it well but, but I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not even making yeah. a joke he, he might did, have but it, it's just it's not a matter of he enjoyed it because it was exactly. a man doing it exactly he enjoyed it because that is a natural physical response and I think he was to just that happening and wanted to fight yes that that's too. all it was maybe he was backed up that too yeah because i mean he had a nut pretty quick because it's not like the no. exam takes a long time <laughs> yeah. it takes like 
10 yeah, seconds. It, it's not long. And then also the So maybe that's said, why he was embarrassed because he yeah. fucking ejaculated too quick. He's yeah, like, no, nah, man. man, normally, bro, no, quit laughing, dog. <laughs> no, normally, normally, you had to touch my ass yeah. like, a Who good knows, 15 man. minutes, bro. It's at least two Rick and Mortys. What he should have done is turn around and gave his doctor a tip and said, hey, bro, appreciate what you did for mm. me today. Well, he got the you, tip. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But the doctor also said that, like, this happens frequently. He says, like, yeah, he said over 50% of the time, a man will ejaculate. Well, yeah. hold on. Do they have a bucket in, to catch it? I mean, I don't think you ah. nut that. Who nuts? Well, you need a bucket. Something. They need something <laughs> to catch it. So you backed up for real. Shit. Right. Shit. Jesus. Something to catch it. They're going to have a dirty floor. That's a health hazard. Yeah, because you're right. Because there was nothing when I was in there. It was just lean over the table. Exactly. What if he. Well, maybe you screw on the table. Well, I don't they know. They just have to call the janitorial staff. Yeah. There ain't no janitorial staff in them places, man. They, they, they got. They got um, Clean up on our Either sure. way, it's just, yeah. it's just crazy because. I felt like this was commonly known that this happens when you get a prostate nah, exam. Not a lot of dudes know about the, the G-spot. I, I think well, I think a lot of dudes it. do know, and they probably just don't even talk about so, it. So I didn't, then I didn't, again, how many of them are getting tested? Anyway. That is true. No, no, no. I mean, even outside of prostate exams, that is a fairly commonly yeah. known thing. That no, that is, I did not that's know the only, that. The only way I knew about that was because of nope. prostate exams, oh, like the well, G-spot. But here's the thing. I didn't know that more than half of the men that get it actually ejaculate. I knew that you could, yeah. but I didn't know it was that frequent either, though. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's part of, yeah, I, I knew that it was fairly common for that to happen. Mm. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. I don't know how I would know these damn, things. Damn, if I get mine and I don't know, I'm gonna feel cheated. <laughs> right. Like, That's what I was saying. Hey, I was like, man, you're gonna, you're like, can't go look at the doctor. Hey, man, look, I don't want to touch my nut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, I, you know, I can perform, but today you it, it must be you. It's cold in here. Like, I this dude got a twofer and he's mad. It's like, bro, just, oh, shit. you're good. Just walk out. But right. the, that latent homophobia, that deep-seated homophobia. That's why he had to leave Jacksonville. He couldn't even look at himself. <laughs> he left Jacksonville because he shot a man. Yeah, that's all I'm about to say. What? Twice. Sir. Twice. Is he on the loose? You, left the, you missed that part? Is he on the loose? Huh? Yeah. Sound like he, he shot him three times. I thought he was caught. Oh, they caught No, I could be wrong, though. Well, I don't know. The article didn't say that, so okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if he was caught or know. not, but I thought he was. But either way, Ew. is that the, the amount of homophobia you have to have to say, this doctor gave me an exam, I nutted, and therefore I'm mad at him. So much so to shoot him twice. Yeah, to shoot him. Yes. Yeah. This is one thing like to smack a motherfucker that happened, but to shoot him. So I'm confused. Did he have his gun on him or did he go to the car and come back and carry From the gun? From what I understand, he time? went and got the gun and came back. Well, I, could I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. The I'm article sure. didn't detail that because I was thinking about that too. Yeah, because could like, you imagine like you have to wait for the elevator and there's other people in there and then you got to go down. Because you're thinking about the actual gun. It's a long wait to be upset. The elevator music. like as he got in the holster. 
He could have had it on him. I don't think the doctor would have done that yeah. if yeah. he saw the guy with a gun in a holster. But you but you can conceal it. Like like and then think your of pants your are garment? Do I have to explain this again? Your pants are down around your ankles, dude. But he probably I don't He's gonna see it. He's gonna see a gun. And he with got a, a cum stain somewhere on his pants. No, 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 no. I'm saying like he would have seen it, that he had a gun yeah, before yeah. he even did it. Oh, yeah. You have the to. Pants hit the floor. He would have. Yeah, so he was probably, probably in the car at home. I'm thinking either he had to go back and get it. Yeah, he must have just went to the car and got it. I don't know, but that that's a lot of aggression to maintain for that amount of time. Especially after but, you nuts. But that kind of right. homophobia is that... I know, I just went to sleep. Yeah. Boy, that would have been the only problem in the room. Is I had to wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. James, sir! Round what, two? What, what just happened? <laughs> Round two? <laughs> is, it, is it over? You know what I'm saying? Shit. Man. I might have to... Yeah, I, I've never been that angry after a nut. You're not, a, you're not an extreme homophobe either. Again, this all boils back That's to crazy. this man is mm -hmm. so homophobic that he was scared that this could possibly be a gay act. Mm -hmm. And that is why he killed him. He, he killed kill him because he's really angry with himself. He didn't kill him. He I'm shot sorry. Him. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. That's why he shot him. Because he was really angry with himself. Because he's mm -hmm. in his brain, he's thinking, this guy just made me gay. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that fear is so deep in mm -hmm. some people that he's just like, I, I have to kill him. Yeah, I don't want to ever be gay again. That's yeah. sad. It is crazy. Like, this that's story is extreme. nuts. Yeah, when I saw it. I hope it, he goes to jail. At first, I thought it was a joke until, like, I actually looked it up. And I was like, oh, this, this, this really happened. That's no, disgusting. Dave, well, I can't. Well, somebody we used to work with sent it to me. And mm. I was just like, damn. Because I've been wondering about that. Because that feeling, I was like, man, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but it wasn't a nut, though. <laughs> And if it mm. was, I wouldn't have been mad. Like, why would you get that angry? I, I would have felt some type of way, though. I'd have been like, bro, was that what? You can't make no doctor jokes around him. Mm -mm. Around him. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's I know. up, doc? You're like, don't you ever say that in front of me again. I yeah, you I son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, one hell it of a is shooter. Really sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you know, the, the first thing I saw, it didn't say he shot him with a gun. So I was like, what are you shooting with? <laughs> Maybe he turned too fast and hit him in the ankle with. <laughs> Ew. The doctor, the hell's wrong with you, boy? It's your fault, son. Friendly fire. <laughs> Collateral damage, bro. Oh my god, man. What you got, Nick? You got anything, bro? Um, I don't know if y'all y'all talked about this. I got two. If y'all already talked about one Some more pro cop propaganda. No, <laughs> I'm getting a new mask, Mike. Mm, okay, I've heard too many. I still haven't got pulled over, but I have, I've heard too many black people say. Tell some you, shit. man, put that shit on, man. You be pulled safe around the white folks. I haven't got pulled over since I got this thing on. So I was. Just, Have it, you gotten pulled over a lot without it? It yeah. was a joke. Oh. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the Joe Budden Spotify. Have y'all talked about that? Oh mm -hmm. no. No. Do y'all care about talking about that? No. That's cool. It makes your topic. What's, what's, yeah, like well, I was, just, whole, I was thinking about the, the whole gist of it. The, like the, he's leaving Spotify, right? Yeah, he's leaving Spotify over a contract dispute right. that he had with them. He was they one disrespected of, him. Yeah, they. Mm. Uh, mm. So what they? What happened? Like what they? How they disrespecting him? Well, he initially mm. signed. I think he was one of the first people he to first. do like a big, like exclusive podcast deal with yeah. uh, one of the you know podcast Spotify. sites, and it looked like it was really good, like a working relationship at first. It was mm -hmm. blowing him up, and he was putting Spotify, you know, on in a new demographic, mm -hmm. but as the, I think it was a two year deal that towards the later half of that ending deal, um, when he was trying to renegotiate, they weren't offering as much money as he wanted. Okay, or, hold on, let me add some context. Go ahead. Because you're, you're leaving some, some things out that uh -oh. really uh -oh. add. Um, uh -oh. 
So initially when he made that deal with Spotify, you know, anytime you make a deal like that, there's projections. Mm -hmm. like, this is what we project for you to do. Mm -hmm. The two-year projection, he blew out in the first three months. Mm. Mm. So that's how big they were. Mm -hmm. they, and they are, Joe Budden's podcast is still the biggest podcast on Spotify. Damn, people really be listening to that, man. Yeah. For three hours. What are you talking about? Nothing. Everything. Come on. <laughs> Everything and nothing. nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he ain't talking about nothing that y'all ain't talking about. Yeah, it's a podcast. He, talk, he talks about the same kind of shit yeah. we talk. Is he just really like casual? Like, what's his thing? I don't I follow can't him. I don't the, know. It's, it's entertaining. It yeah, is. it's entertaining, and and then he has an inside scoop to the inter, to the entertainment world. So oh, because like can, he knows he, people or some shit. Yeah, and obviously he's been around for so long that he's got jerked around on bad deals. Then. Well, no pun intended. <laughs> why you, you point to Mike and jerk the rap? Uh, <laughs> I just thought it looked that way. I, it wasn't damn. 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 damn cho bad choice of words. But, um, said jerk? <laughs> Mike. But yeah, he, he's just been in the entertainment world. He has a perspective that the normal person doesn't. Mm. So it makes it entertaining. And he's entertaining. And he's gone a lot through his personal life. And then also, to me, he was one of the first hip-hop artists to really embrace the internet. So before there was like FaceTime or YouTube or anything like that, he was putting his life out there like with him and Tahiri. So Yeah, so the deal, uh, they couldn't um, come to an agreement on a deal. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, since then, he's been very vocalized as far as what happened in that process. Mm -hmm. Like people mentioned how he feels he got screwed over or what he didn't get what he deserved. And he's putting Spotify on blast now, pretty much, and you know, shitting on him as he's about. Didn't to they exit. take off his podcast off off the thing or some shit? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I think this this week or this this is the month. Yeah. This is the last, it's coming. Like it's coming it's in the last yeah. couple episodes. But yeah. the, the the point that I was <clears throat> uh, getting to as far as like Charlemagne, he just started his uh, podcast network, <sighs> and mm -hmm. because of the everything going on with Joe and Spotify, they've commented on that and like talking about how he's made bad deals and how this ain't the way you should be doing business. And they're just being clashing. That's what Charlemagne said about Joe Button. Yeah. Which Charlemagne should stop so, talking. Well, question I mean, about yeah. Charlemagne's thing. It's is his podcast net, podcast network, it's kind of like a loudspeakers, like that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but so it's has, not like its own streaming thing, not its own streaming platform. Just like, it's a part of iHeart. Yeah. Gotcha. Of, yeah. Okay, cool. Which if, I mean, if, no, go ahead. Can you pause? It's an iHeart deal. Okay. Basically. Cool. And Charlemagne is the I think face I saw of that. it. Which, which is what? which is the wild part. Yeah, it's like everybody that sees this can tell that, except Charlemagne. Right. What, what, what did you say? He's the face of. He's the face of it. The oh, face yeah. Of it. yeah. Oh, so Charlemagne doesn't think he's the face of. No, Charlemagne thinks he's a part owner, and he might. He might. Be. He owns fifty. Oh, yeah. he, he owns he fifty percent of the of this of, of no, not oh, of iHeart. He owns fifty percent of whatever this oh, he's this doing. like this piece of it okay. is. Okay. Interesting. But the whole like I did watch that whole like forty minutes of Joe Budden going in. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was. Oh, I didn't watch that. Sorry. You should. I mean, okay. as much as I I don't like Charlemagne, sometimes I do like him other times. Same with Joe Budden. Oof. In this situation, yeah, I mean, him being a fucking woman beater aside, there are some <laughs> things that he's. I know there are some <laughs> things that there's some things that he says where I'm just like, okay, I get that. Okay. But him beating the shit out of women that always pops back in there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like multiple was, women too. It ain't just the one. Other day it's talking you know? about you're not that cute to get beat up. Like say not, again. What? No. It was, this girl was saying something about I don't really understand the appeal of Joe Budden. Like he's always beating up women, and he was like, that's not something you have to worry about. 
And everyone was like, are you? But that's not really the point, Joe. <laughs> like, right. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. And it's, it, it, if, if it was one woman, I could see you being like, oh, she's a liar. But dog, it's been like multiple, multiple women. women. Yeah. Keep saying that you're yeah. beating them up. Yeah. 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 And then Sin had this whole thing on Instagram where she was like, my mental health and my family are the most important thing. She just did that for like seven minutes straight. I don't. Nobody know. knew what she was talking about. But yeah, definitely all that leaked audio and stuff. People were like, he was just about to buy it, you know? Well, at, at any rate, he tried to paint it as uh, a smear campaign, like somebody yeah. was coming after him because exactly. of the Spotify shit. That's exactly like, what bro, happened. No, no. You're right. One, you're not that important please. for them to conspire with your exes to lie about you beating them up. Like, That's please. a difference. But the Charlemagne thing, <laughs> Charlemagne jumping in and being like, you don't make good deals, da 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 In that situation, I agreed with Joe Budden because it's like, no, he's fighting for people to get equal compensation mm-hmm. and rights and equity in these companies. Because something didn't Joe Rogan Char- get a bag? Didn't he get like a huge bag yeah, or something? Like 200 from million, I think. Yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah. Joe, Joe Rogan. And Spotify. Uh, well, we, 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 million? No. Let me tell you something. That's what, that's what was been reported. Somebody Google that. That's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised. Million? That much? I no, know, right? He do numbers, bro. Nobody knows. But Spotify is not giving no right. one person 200 million. Look that up. Really quick. Hell I don't, I don't no. Know. There's no way he getting paid that much. I don't know if somebody else was going to sit in for me, but I do have to part ways. <laughs> Maybe it's more like this. I don't right. know. <laughs> it was 100 million. Bye. All right, so. It was a hundred million. Okay, hundred million. That's still okay. a lot, but it's yeah, not two hundred for a podcast. Damn, yeah. for a podcast. It's Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. He does a lot of numbers. I mean, white I, people love uh-huh. Joe Rogan. But a hundred, yes. but a hundred million. White <laughs> people okay. love Joe Rogan. A hundred million. Some black people love Joe Rogan too, for whatever fucking yeah. reason. A hundred million. At any rate, <laughs> at any rate, going back to this, Charlemagne, in my opinion, was not speaking from a place of understanding or knowledge. Mm-hmm. Joe Budden, on the other hand, I feel like he was making a concerted effort to be like, yo, I am trying to get equal or better compensation because it's my product. Mm -hmm. Whereas Charlemagne didn't own his product prior to that. So it's like, well, how can you criticize me for making bad deals about a product I own when you don't own yours? Mm -hmm. Charlemagne doesn't own The Breakfast Club. Nope. nope. iHeart does, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So why are you then talking about somebody else that's trying to make the best deal possible for his own product? Because Charlemagne's not even in the Joe Budden lane. He, you just got here, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, chill Who out. Who just got here? Charlemagne. How did he just? As get far here? as like podcasting it, 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 and in podcasting. that lane. Yeah. But well, but yeah, but, but radio, the radio kind of turned yeah. into podcasting. But I mean, Joe was on radio. He was but in Hot 95. My bad. Say, well, but, everybody's talking at the same time. Sorry, what did you say? I'm talking about how Joe Budden was. You saw, you pointed it. It don't matter now. Okay. <laughs> don't matter. Just go. So basically, Joe Budden, right, was one of the first, I would say, bigger names to actually ink a deal in podcasting, right? Yes. Because he was one of the first, you know, the first ones, they don't really know how to project. Sure. Like I said, of course. They projected two years' numbers, and yeah. he outdid that in three months. Of course. He did it in a quarter. Sure. So at that point in time, Joe Budden's gripe is. Let's renegotiate. Of course. I blew this shit out the fucking water. Yeah. It's bigger than what you thought, probably even bigger than what the fuck I thought. Yeah. But now I got to get compensated because I own this and this is an entity that's making you money. Exactly. Charlemagne, right, and his gripe, Joe Budden's gripe against Charlemagne Mm. is that you don't own shit. Exactly. Right? 
you just got into this podcast link. You just now have ownership over an entity. How are you telling me I did a bad deal? Yes and no. I mean, I feel like you can you can look at what Charlemagne was doing with the Breakfast Club, and you can kind of relate it to what Joe Budden is doing with his podcast. In what way? In the way that it's talking heads, discussing mm-hmm. subjects, and doing interviews, which is the exact same thing that Joe Budden is doing. But Charlemagne doesn't negotiate for the Breakfast Club. That's but that's not the point. You said okay. that you said that that he's just now stepping into this lane, and I'm saying that that's. That yes and no, that there's nuance okay. to that discussion. I'm not, I'm just, dis- okay. I'm, I'm agreeing with you 100% you. that Charlemagne doesn't own shit mm-hmm. and can't really negotiate mm-hmm. anything as far as how his product moves because it's not mm-hmm. his product. Not, exactly. He can only negotiate how he gets paid for that product. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. So in that, right. in that, in that, conversation i feel joe budden where he's just like bro you can't talk about this right. you don't exactly. own anything exactly. exactly and everything that you did try to do failed mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying all you have you is a, a couple of spinoffs idiots. that didn't do shit. that's what, that's what i mean yeah. like yeah. like the shows he had with mtv mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. all gone mm-hmm. so how are you telling somebody that is highly successful in this lane yep. that you don't know how to do good deals exactly and, we're, here. And, we're here yeah 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 okay. yeah absolutely my whole thing also is you could have called me like, mm-hmm. why, why go on the radio and talk shit about what I'm doing? That's like, that's like Nick, he's not part of Dead End, but that's like Nick going on fucking Twitter and talking about Dead End doing bad business. It's like, bro, you're here all the time. You have all of our numbers. Mm-hmm. Why are you going outside of this group and talking shit? Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. if you watch Joe Budden's thing, they had a conversation. Yep. It sounds like Joe mm-hmm. Budden and, and, and uh, Charlemagne had a conversation. And then it seems like after that, Charlemagne was still talking. Yeah, yeah. like so on his like, podcast and stuff too. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He went on the Brilliant Idiots with, that was the other shit that I didn't like. It's Andrew like, Schultz. bro, yeah. you are now going to your podcast with a white guy. And letting the white guy insert his unfucking wanted, uneducated, unneeded opinion into black business. If you watch the Joe Budden shit, Rory sat back and didn't say a fucking word because it's not his conversation. That's why I love those dudes. Rory sat back and was like, this ain't for me to talk about. This is black business. But Charlamagne snipped there letting Andrew fucking Schultz. He run his it. fucking mouth. And he does it all the time. And all the time. He, yeah. give, he includes him in a lot of conversations that he necessarily shouldn't be included in. Yep. Um, yeah, and he, and, yeah. Yeah, and I think I saw that his podcast, The Brilliant Idiots, isn't even on the Black Effect Network. Like the podcast. It's not? I, I didn't that's see what I, read too. I think yeah. I did look at, I looked at the list of shows. They got every there. black podcast that's popular right well, now, outside but, of y'all. But, exactly, and, and that's kind of my one of the issues that I have with the podcast because he's talking about, um, I can't remember exactly verbatim of like the press release, but it was more to the point that we're, we're going to start giving black shows a spotlight to shine. But then you bring all of the shows that are already popular onto the network. Exactly. So you're not necessarily doing that. You're Pillaging. just keeping the shows among the elite, mm-hmm. the people that are already out there visible and you're bringing them all under this one entity, which is owned by iHeartRadio. And once I saw The Breakfast Club was part of the deal, like their show was included, I knew then and there, I was like, Charlamagne don't own this. Was that, you know, he may have negotiated the deal to where it's a 50-50 split, like Mike said, but I, I don't think that it's as 
the way that they put it out there. Right. Mm-hmm. The point that right. I like that Joe made as far as he said that Charlamagne, you always say that black, you know, black culture dictates the culture. Yeah, you gave half of it away to iHeart. Right. And I was like, that's a really good point. Cause like you look at some of these podcasts, like why do you need to why do these podcasts need to be underneath underneath this banner when they can stand alone on themselves for the most part? Mm-hmm. And I like, think one of those shows that that was on there made a hundred thousand last week by themselves. Oh, uh, horrible mm-hmm. decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're really so popular. Why are mm-hmm. they part of this? Are they gonna make a hundred thousand plus? And then that's cool. But you know, they don't really need to go with Charlemagne Mm-mm. to 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 make money. They're so the Breakfast successful. Club is a part of this. It's ne- part of the network. So then, so then the, the way I look at it then is, so what is, what are Envy and Yee getting then? Who? They Nothing. Just, they're just re-airing what yeah. was showing on the radio as the, in podcast format. Right. Right. But Charlemagne is getting 50%. Mm. What is he doing? You're right. Why would then just bring Envy... In for, no, you don't get 50% for just bringing in talent. No, no, no. Because that's... I, the Breakfast Club is iHeart show. Right? right. So they're just syndicating it on the network and they're doing that to drive up the downloads, the monthly downloads right. to make the show look extremely good. successful because right. it does 4. million downloads a month by itself. Right. So when you go to a to a um uh advertiser and say, "Hey, I got this network. We're doing 6 million downloads a month." 4.5 of that is the Breakfast Club. Yep. This is just, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Sure, sure, uh, sure. For people that's listening. Just to, just to give an example of how this could work when they go sell it. Mm-hmm. You know, because the numbers without that could be vastly different mm-hmm. with those other shows because they're probably, they're obviously doing less numbers. So they need the Breakfast Club in order to make this work. Right. But so. it's, it's just wild to me that, like we said, like you said earlier, Charlemagne is the face of this. I didn't know that the Breakfast Club was automatically a part of this deal. So if Charlemagne is getting 50% of this, I can't imagine that Ye and Envy are just sitting back being like, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, that's nuts to me. But again, but even the fact that they have to have that conversation about a product that they don't own is Joe Budden's point. You don't have the right to talk about what I'm doing. Like, he left, he left, uh, what you call it, um, Everyday Struggle. Mm-hmm. He left that show because of negotiations and not getting mm-hmm. enough money. I get it. And then there was something else he left too. He did. Well, no, that. Well, I guess it's not Love and Hip Hop. Did he leave Love and Hip Hop? He does. Okay, so he, does he still do it or did he, did he mm-hmm. leave? So, okay, so he left Love and Hip Hop, and I would imagine probably for money issues. So, Charlemagne looking at that and saying, well, you must clearly not know how to negotiate. I don't think that that's cool that he said that because it's like, how do you fucking know? Well, because I think a part of what Joe was saying that some people may have taken a certain way is when he said what FIFA talked about, like this has never been done before as far as his deal with Spotify. Mm-hmm. So he talked about how he was involved with creating that deal, that contract. Right, he was a pioneer. And people were like, well, if you create a contract and you signed it, why are you complaining about what's been happening? Because to things have changed. Like right. FIFA just said, like the production or the, pr- the prediction when they signed the contract was way off. way off. So he's not he's not right in going back and saying we needed to renegotiate. Or he was used to show that this could work. That too, they right. used Joe Budden to get Joe Rogan's and all these other shows that mm. they're playing, paying a lot more money to it. To mm. um, so I, I understand that when we came in, the, the, these were the terms that we negotiated. Right. Um, but now it's vastly different. Now you're making a lot more money. I helped mm-hmm. really establish this podcast network mm-hmm. or this podcast uh, vertical that you guys are doing. 
So let's talk. And then Joe said there's also some other stuff that's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. that he's he's witnessing that he didn't disclose that mm-hmm. makes it look real shady. Mm-hmm. So I think he said that he didn't get a bonus that he no. was supposed to get when um when he refused to negotiate or something along those lines. You guys can listen to it. But there was something fucked up that happened that Spotify did because mm-hmm. they were upset with Joe. So and I think that was a violation of their contract they had with Joe Budden. Right. So for Charlemagne to step in and to criticize that, I mean, I, I, I had the same sort of criticism. Like, damn, like, what's going on, Joe, when you, like, it seems like every time you're always leaving, leaving these places mm-hmm. or could you renegotiate another deal instead of leaving, um, you know, as, as that rough. Yeah. But when you hear about the, but that was me without having all the facts, just seeing a headline. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was speaking somewhat out of turn, but the fact is, as you detail, Mike, there is a history here. So, um, but with with Joe, what do you do next? And for Charlemagne to come out and criticize that criticize that on a public airwaves that's reaching 4.5 million people without having the facts and calling, like Mike said, bro, that's not right. It's not. Well, you, well, you know what the history to me, what it says is that Joe Budden understands his worth and he's mm-hmm. willing to put himself out there. Um, and even to walk away for something because he knows it's worth more than what they're willing to pay him. I feel that. You know what yep. I'm saying? And, and, and that's the reason why, you know, and Mike detailed uh, quite a few entities that he was a part of that he just up and left because he brought more value to that entity than what they were paying him. He did. Now with Joe Rogan and all his other shows, his value has minimized tremendously. I, you know, I, 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 I would disagree. Dis- I would disagree. Too. I disagree with that Why? because he, because he's still producing those numbers. He's still producing those, so his value is still there. The it's, not like they, it's not is it, like they, is the value going up or is it staying the same? It's going up. It's going up because he's a free agent now. Exactly. Yeah, but I guess what I'm asking is that, and we don't have we're not privy to the numbers, of course. But if he's still doing the same numbers from when he signed the deal, no, no, he's, then, doing, he's doing better numbers than when he signed the deal. My point is this: is that. Since Joe Budden, they signed the Joe Rogans. They signed all of these bigger entities. But they do way bigger numbers than Joe Budden. Joe Rogan was doing better. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan he's does the best. He's probably the numbers. best in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in he, the space. He, in terms of numbers, Joe Rogan probably does the best on Spotify. Let me ask you 100%. this. Let me ask you this. Are, are you like, I, and I understand the worth, but mm. you're not saying that he's looking at the Joe Rogan deal and thinking that he's oh, no, equal no, no, to Joe no, no, Rogan. No, 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 he I, might be, though. It's Joe Budden. He might to, be. To a degree. To a degree. Right. Of course, because it's like, I, I pioneered this shit. Now you sign this motherfucker. Yeah, his numbers are do better than mine. But the whole value thing that I'm, that I'm trying to get up across is the fact that it didn't matter who else they signed. Joe Budden's podcast was still successful and still growing. So his value is still there. It reaches a specific demographic that I think is important for yeah. Spotify. 100%. So I will agree with you on that. And then, yeah. and, then and then you know, obviously we're not inside of Joe Budden's head. I wouldn't want to be, but we're not inside of his head. We don't know what is next. He may have this mm-hmm. next big thing. Think about it. He was one of the first biggest black podcasters in the game. Biggest. I don't know. I think Money. Combat Jack was was pretty huge, bro. I'm not saying he wasn't, but I'm I'm talking about the totality. I don't know about that one either, FIFO. So one of the biggest. I mean, his podcast isn't even that old. It's Combat not. Jack has been around for, for, for years. I don't even, even say the read was bigger. Oh yeah, that's another. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that one. Is that is that off your feelings, or did you read that somewhere? Uh, I'm 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 just I'm thinking about the deals that Joe Budden was able to do that some of these other entities weren't didn't. 
Never we don't. Heard. I mean, I don't know. I, don't I, I would. I would. I mean, I don't remember Combat Jack talking business like that. No. Uh, when he was around, but when yeah, you he, say that he's yeah. one of the big, he was like the biggest black podcast. I don't know about that one, man. I, I'm, I'm more so like the money thing, like the deals and stuff that Joe Budden has been able to sign and do. I don't know if Combat. But what deals was he doing? Like it's just Spotify. Yeah. What deals was he doing? And from yeah. from what what. I heard, or from what apparently he said, is that he was down his last $20 before that deal came. Mm-hmm. So, mm, what deals? Like, Spotify actually saved him. If I'm Spotify, I'm looking at you and like, like you bite the hand that fed you, bro. Yeah, like, what, what are you going to do? Like, where are you going to go? Well, he, I think he was saying, like, it sounded like he was probably doing, like, a behind the scenes, like a Trojan horse. Like, I'm going to get in through Spotify get the numbers and data that they collected as mm-hmm. well and then i can use leverage that for wherever i go next because he only signed a two-year deal it's like a you know like a lebron james short mm-hmm. deal so i can get out early but where i know we don't really know but when i think about podcast networks one would i be willing to sign with joe budden knowing that two years later he's going to throw me under the bus well that's why i think the data is more about him doing his own thing because his biggest thing, even with Complex, was the advertisement deal, like part of the con, uh, the contract. Mm-hmm. Like I dictate who I, who advertises with me and vice versa. The company so far, they've always been like, all right, they push these ads, and mm-hmm. you don't know where that money's going and what's ha- like. I think, and of course, in podcasting, sponsorships and ads are a big part of that. Mm-hmm. They yep. keep everything going. Mm-hmm. So if he's more in tra- involved with that conversation, that's when the company's like, hold on, you're doing too much now, because that's now you're touching our money. So maybe he's using the data that he collected with Spotify. Like, look, I can be a free agent. If he, I can go to advertisers myself. Did they give him the data? I'm sure he has access to it. Mm-hmm. You never know. Maybe. Because they could easily juke the numbers well, shit, if, he, well. if he didn't put that in his contract and shit, then it, it's going. Yeah, maybe. But that might know. be part of why he's doing this. Maybe I mean, we, Again, we don't know all the details. Yeah, he could have right. been asking for a lot of shit yeah. that was very beneficial to how he could renegotiate his contract. And they were just mm-hmm. like, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. We don't know. And that's my whole thing with Charlemagne is Charlemagne doesn't fucking know either. So why are you going out talking shit about someone that you know personally about shit you don't know anything about? It's and it's like, also like almost two conversations. One is about ownership and one is about collaboration, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like Charlemagne is doing more of a, because he's already working for a company. He's just working. Right. He's just extending his contract in a different way, in a different sector. And Joe was like, I don't care about what you're doing. I'm actually trying to build something that lasts long. Like how he I'm trying to demand more worth for us with when it comes to these companies. That's how I read what Joe Budden was doing. Yes. So when Charlemagne is like, you know, yeah, but that's some bootlicker shit. Like you're you're looking up at the corporation that owns you and just being like, well, hey, Massa, what else can you do for me, sir? Oh, you can give me the side deal that I get 50 percent of that I'm going to be the face of. Cool. Let me just write off that. Now, mind you, that announcement didn't come until after Joe Bud's beef mm-hmm. with him. So yep. I'm looking at all of this shit with a yep. side eye. Yep. And this isn't all to just shit on Charlemagne. I think Charlemagne's a smart guy, but it's just certain times I'm just like, dude, you could have just kept all of that shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes keeping it real doesn't need to be like keeping it out in public. Right. It almost feels like he set Joe Budden up because he kind knew of, Joe yeah. Budden was going to say something because he knew he had this deal like in his back pocket. Mm. Yeah, so once he said that, he knew Joe Budden was going to fire back. And then all of a sudden, bam, Charlamagne got this uh, podcast network that's out there. So he is owning his own shit. That's how people are going to look at it in very simplistic terms. They're not going to really analyze it and look at the details of the deal. They're going to be like, ah, see Joe Budden? Yeah. He has his own shit. What you got to say now, boy? What? <laughs> what? So, well. so, yeah. But I, 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 I was... 
when I saw Charlemagne's uh, the the announcement, I was like, I, I was happy for it until I saw what was included. I'm he like, got man. He just not not the hating. It's just like where are the opportunities to all of the other people that's that's that are, have good quality shows because you're just you're just hanging out with your Hollywood friends. It's just everybody else that's I, successful. For at me, the top. it was more about the concentration of black podcasts in one sector, in one area, under iHeart. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a bunch of diversity as far as different, like black podcasts on different networks. You're now, if you, if I'm thinking about it from an upcoming po- black uh, perspective, creative perspective, like what podcast network could I feel like I could be, you know, involved with or try to idolize uh, again with? You see one that's only owned by this company. So you feel like I gotta get these numbers. I gotta reach all the way up. There's not enough competition where I like, I can go here if I want to. I can be with Dead End. I can be with yeah, this, you know. I don't know, man. Is iHeart black owned? Probably not, huh? It's no, not. No, no, no. That's exactly. something like, is it, is it, is it factually not black owned? Like, do we know that for a fact? No, we don't know that for we a fact. We don't know for a fact. I okay, so if we, if, if, if we know for a fact that iHeart is not black owned, then it seems more so like you're talking out of your ass when you're talking about, bl- I have this black podcast network. Yeah, but your black podcast network is owned by white people. Right. So even yes. if it's only 50%, 50% of your black podcast network is owned by white people. Mm-hmm. So how much power do you really have? One, and two, what kind of example are you really setting for black up and coming podcasters. If they're like, well, my only real option is to go with this company that is not really a black owned company. Right, or if I'm not um, uh, Breakfast Champs, I think it's Breakfast. Oh no. yeah, yeah, Drink Champs. Drink Champs. champs. You know, if, I, if, if, if I'm you know not one of them or if I don't do, like, it's just, it's just weird, man. I, I, I think that we have to be it, like, I don't know, it's, this moment feels like we have to be careful mm-hmm. um, because now everything is about black, black, black this. Mm-hmm. And one thing I know about America, when it comes to black people and money, and they're gonna try to take advantage of the opportunity. Look at, look at all the Black Lives Matter propaganda you see everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're monetizing that. So now that black people have been essentially left out of podcasting, because white people came in and corporatized it and pushed themselves up to the top. When you take all of the popular black black podcasts and concentrate them in one area, you're once again I feel like taking advantage of black people's creativity and their voice. That's what I, I agree. Yeah, that was, and, yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's gonna become almost like hip hop all over again. Yeah, I get that. So that's why I think if if Charlemagne it would be great. It, like, it would have been cool if he did it on his own. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking he was going to do. I right. thought his contract up with, with Breakfast Club was going to be up, and then he's going to do his own thing. I didn't. He's think tried he's to do his own things, and they don't work. Mm. Yeah. You know. They so, don't work. but as a businessman, if none of this, if this things that I'm not, I'm doing don't work, maybe it makes sense to partner with people. But every time we partner with people, the shit didn't work either. But that's what I was going to say. Like he's only the shit he's done with is with white companies. You know what I mean? At least with Viacom when he was doing the MTV stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like. If he, I don't think he's ever really done it on his own with his own money. But do you think he can? Do we know that he's that good of a businessman to where he can do it on his own? Exactly, exactly. And if this deal don't work, can he take it up and move it elsewhere? Yeah, right. And if he can't do that, then then what are we? Then what are you even in this conversation for? Yeah, because we know damn well Joe Budden can take his shit to plenty of places, and they'd be like, oh yep. yeah, come over here. Yep. Charlemagne, we don't know that. Yeah. So yeah. 
But mm. what you got, Mike? <sighs> Boy. So I got something that is probably gonna upset some people. Probably gonna get some rappers mad if they uh -oh. even heard this. But have you guys heard about this rap rapper scam that's been going on where rappers are getting paid to put people's songs on mixtapes and they don't promote. Have you heard about this? I saw it, it involves a company called Block 60, the okay. Block 365. Yeah, I've uh, been hearing about that like here and there this year, but you know. Oh, I'm gonna give y'all some fucking okay. details. Okay. I saw a DJ Booth thread, yes. but I didn't read it. You but should. I, I just okay. liked it so I can go back and read it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. DJ okay. Booth, I forget the guy's name. I feel bad, I forget his name. Z. Z, yep. Yeah. He is really the only popular I don't want to call him a personality, but I guess he sort of is, that has said anything about this. I saw it back in May. I thought it was done once he posted about it because I didn't mm -hmm. hear any more about it. I didn't know it was still happening. So it is. So here's, here's, here's the skinny of what's going on. So what they'll do is they will get access to very popular rappers' DMs, like their, their, their Twitter accounts mm -hmm. or their IG accounts. Mm -hmm. And they'll reach out to artists who are smaller artists, say someone like a Damone Tyrell or something, and they'll say, you know, hey, are you ready to push your work? Are you ready to move to the next level? Are yeah. you ready to do X, Y, Z? Yeah. And of course, these smaller artists are like, hell fucking yeah, what do I gotta do? They say, okay, well give me anywhere between 500 to $800 and I'll put your song on my next mixtape, okay? Mm -hmm. So what then happens is the mixtape will come out, sure, It'll come out with your song and a whole bunch of other rando ass rappers songs. Mm -hmm. But the rapper that hit you up will not be on the mixtape. It'll just say something like FIFO presents and it'll just be a bunch of random ass artists. So this, this is really, really, really fucked up. So the mixtape is only released on block 365's SoundCloud and Dat Piff page, mm -hmm. which why would anyone go there? Mm -hmm. No one right. who's going to Dat Piff anymore these days anyway, just listen to a mixtape. That's right. not happening. Um, the artists themselves, like I said, are not on the mixtapes. The artists themselves may only send out one tweet saying, hey, there's this mixtape. They may not tweet about it at all. They may not say a word, mm -hmm. right? The songs are getting no traction. They're getting under 100 listens. Wow. And, and that's, that's, that's mm. actually pretty good. The typical ones that I saw, 30, 30 plays the songs so here's the fucked up thing now i've been i've been trying to do as much research on this as i possibly can um because i think it's really fucking nuts but the last time i checked on the blocks soundcloud they had about 155 projects the average number of tracks on each project is 41 42 songs what what dog now if you do the math, if the average charge for each slot is around five hundred dollars, eight bandos, bro. They no, these are like that's over three million dollars. Shit, I'm with FIFO now. <laughs> Damn. So I was calculating some shit in my head, like, hold on, five hundred dollars if there's like at least twenty of them, motherfuckers. What is that? That's a lot of fucking money. That's this is this is over. Yeah, you can do the math. It's over. It's over three million dollars so, that this company so has made. Songs, forty-two songs. Forty-two songs times one hundred and fifty-five projects. Oh, 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 you're doing it that number. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was thinking about the individual project itself. Yeah, so like one project is twenty-one grand. 
okay, but do it the way I'm doing because it, yeah. it makes more sense. How, how many problems total? 155. 155. 3.2 million? There you go. So the, this mm. company has made $3.2 million off of these artists. The artists are not getting jack shit. Now, the fucked up thing is the company is not necessarily lying nope. because the mixtape is coming out. Mm. But the mixtape is getting no promotion except mm -hmm. for it's being dropped on their SoundCloud mm -hmm. and the artist might say something one time. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is if the artist is like, hey, here's this mixtape that I promote, but I'm not actually on it. What reason would anybody have to go listen to that? Right. Zero. You know what's so interesting? Uh, and I'm not going to divert too much, but um, I was listening. Please don't, because it gets more fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to the No Jumper podcast, uh, the Benny the Butcher interview, mm. and he slightly alluded to doing this when he was like an up-and-coming artist years ago, paying money to be on one of these mixtapes. You can't so, see my face right now, uh -huh. but he's one of the names that's a part of this scheme. Mm. And that hurt my heart, because I love Benny. But, yeah, so, okay, so yeah, in that interview, he, he didn't... Just go so I'm gonna let you, I, got, so, I got questions, but I'm gonna, I want you to finish first because yeah, you may answer my questions. Well, I'm just going to give you a list of some of the people that are a part of this. Mm -hmm. And before I do this, I want to make it very clear that there's no proof that any of these artists actually know that this is happening. You know, that was my question. Yeah, there's okay. no there's no because here, the thing is, they are not actually the ones DMing these people. Mm -hmm. They're not. Okay. A lot of times these artists don't even run their own social media accounts. Mm -hmm. OK, so. And, and when you look at the language that each one of these accounts is using, it's the same language. Are you ready to move to the next level? Are you ready to, to take your career here? You know, are you ready to build your, your, your songs are dope? You know, come over here and da, 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 da. There, it's the same language for every single artist. And you know damn well these mm -hmm. artists are not talking like yeah. that. They're not. So this is a company doing this. So the, the most recent list that I saw uh, Jadakiss, Cassidy, Dave East, The Game, Benny, Fat Joe, Royce, Redman, Joel Santana, mm. Beanie Siegel, uh, Papoose, DeBrat, Mano, Lil Scrappy, Fetty Wap, Shad Moss. A gang mm. of people are doing this. And again, when I look at a lot of these people like Royce, I'm like, nah, man, I can't believe that I Royce would be I doing it. So I'm thinking mm. that Royce doesn't know that this is happening or maybe he's not a part of it anymore, but this was the most recent list. Mm -hmm. If I feel like if Royce found out, he'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. That's fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. But there are videos where people like Jadakiss are on there and, they're, and they're, they're making videos for this. They're like, yo, yo, tag, tag the hottest artists in the D. I'm going to hit them up. Mm -hmm. But it's really this company is sliding in and hitting them up and being like, yeah, give us 500 bucks to be on this mixtape. So hmm. I'm, I'm looking at this and I know it sounds crazy and it almost sounds far-fetched, but it's really happening. Um, and it's happening to small independent artists and these poor people, they don't know that they're about to get fucked why, because so, nobody's covering it. Why do you think it's, it, it's potentially far-fetched? It's not far-fetched. Well, 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 go ahead. Well, I, got, I, I wanna ask a question. So, or trying to really put it all together. Mm -hmm. All right, so. Is it so block 365? It's either block 365 or dub block 365. Okay, block R reaches out to Jadakiss and says, Hey, do you want to make some money? Right. Here, we do you by you using your name? Yes. Um, and give him the, 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 I guess, the language and maybe have his person reach out to these people. So, in other words, I guess what, what I'm hearing or my interpretation of this is that. 
they're using his likeness to make money off of these smaller artists by putting their name on a mixtape. Are they also paying Jadakiss to use his name? Of course. There'd be no other reason for them to do it. So what what I think is happening is Jadakiss and Cassidy and all these other guys, they have managers. The managers probably come to them and they say something along the lines of, hey, man, we got this deal with this other company. They're going to be putting on independent artists. Yep. All we need you to do is just make a couple posts. Yep. And they're probably like, oh, shit. Hell yeah. That sounds dope. One is dope that you're helping independent artists. Mm -hmm. Two, if all I got to do is make a post and I'm going to get 10 grand, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. So that's what I am now. Some of these artists probably know by this point. Yeah, I'm sure. But some of them, I don't think either. I don't think know now, or they didn't know when they signed up. But that was only a part of the list. The list is a lot longer than that mm-hmm. of of mm-hmm. big name artists that are doing this. So, so my whole reason for bringing this up is not to to shame these artists. It's more so to talk to independent artists because I'm a victim. Blame y'all for hot for a hot second. A good 30% of this blame falls on you, all right? Mm -hmm. If an artist that's huge is reaching out to you saying, yo, give me $500 to be on a mixtape, it's a fucking scam, all right? It's a scam. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. Jadakiss does not have the time to be digging through the DMs of random ass rappers that have 400 followers on Twitter to say, hey man, come be on my mixtape and I, you know, give me five hundred. It's not happening, guys. So please, please stop doing this. Stop doing this because you're just gonna get fucked. But these artists, if y'all didn't know, I really feel like now that you do know, you really need to make a public statement because this is a terrible look for you guys. A terrible look. I, I. By my heart of hearts, I don't want to believe that even 50% of this list knows. I don't want to believe that. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you Benny knows. He talked about it on the No Jumper podcast. But I, I but I but but the whole thing. I I I mean listen to that, so I'm glad mm-hmm. you reminded me. Does he does he say that like, yo, what I'm doing is I'm this company is hitting these people up and we're putting them on a mixtape that's not being promoted? Because out of everyone that I saw, mm-hmm. Benny was really the only one that I saw actually tweeting the projects out. Mm-hmm. Nobody else really was. No, um, he didn't really go because it, like the whole interview is like almost like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I was doing that and working at the sure, same time. Sure, sure. So there's certain like details that I don't remember like that, or you might have just missed, or I might have just yeah. missed. Um, but I I clearly remember him talking, and he had that price point of five hundred dollars about being able to promote your mixtape, and he had to do that as well coming up. And that um, it, that's not a guarantee because, like, you know, you got to invest more than 500. Sure. This, that, and the third, you know, if you really want to make it. But, again, I don't remember the level of detail that he went into. So I don't know if he is a proactive artist mm-hmm. in this type of thing to actually, or he actually cares and is actually, you know, trying to push Trying to help. Out. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't remember in that mm-hmm. level of detail. But he did talk about it because... As soon as you were talking, I'm like, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, Benny was just talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is this is nuts. And yeah, he knows. I kind of wonder if he knows that he's the only one that's actually tweeting it out. Like, it's not getting any views. Yeah, and, and what's interesting, because I follow Benny on um, IG, and I will say, like, maybe about a month and a half, maybe two months ago, I started seeing him, like, make these posts. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, um, tag your favorite <coughs> artist 
You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to come out with a mixtape. You know, I want to be, you know, I want to put people on and stuff like that. Right. You know, maybe not in those exact words, mm-hmm. obviously, but he was in that role. You yes. know what I'm saying? Trying to mm-hmm. promote and help people get on. So mm-hmm. I've seen him actively do that. And then the No Jumper podcast tied it together. And then now you bringing it up. That's fucking crazy. So here's what I want you guys to do. There's a there's an Instagram account called Rap Ponzi Scheme. All right. R-A-P dot p-o-n-z-i-s-c-h-e-m-e all right i want you guys to go follow that look at these stories and then think about like how fucked up this is that this company has made millions of dollars off of again it's not necessarily a lie because they're not lying Mm -hmm. but they are still fucking over small independent artists i'm planning on making a video about this i haven't done it yet but i'm planning on making a video about this but this is just not right, man. Like, again, the artists do have some sort of blame because you're falling for something that seems really stupid. So what's the difference between that and them hiring a PR company? That and that, I'm glad you brought that up because it seems like that would be a better move. Hire a PR, because this, the, the mixtapes aren't getting promoted. But isn't that almost sometimes the same thing? Like you just throw money out there and hoping something comes out of well, it? Well, they usually yeah. say... No, I was like, what what I've heard because I have some friends who are trying to be more into the music industry. They usually say the advice they've gotten is don't ever pay someone for anything when it comes to promoting you or anything. They, if they're coming to help you out, there's usually going to be a deal or contract, something mm-hmm. that's going to be of all word benefits you without just that you know quick transaction. Right. Like don't ever pay someone just off rip without even having a conversation or negotiation or something. Yes. That, that, that is a great point. And the other point is with a PR company, they have to show you proof of what they're doing, the work they're doing, right? So mm-hmm. if, you're, if you hire a PR company and you say, yo, you know, the contract is for $1,000, we're going to make this number of posts, you know, we're going to contact this number of people about your music, whatever, whatever. You have to show me what you're going to do. Whereas with these guys, all it is is, hey, give me money and you're going to be on a mixtape. But they are on the mixtape, you said. That's why it's not a lie. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the mixtape is not getting promoted by any of the artists. So if Fat Joe put out a Fat Joe Presents Mm -hmm. mixtape and was constantly promoting it, that would be a different story. But I think what these people are reading these conversations as is it's going to be Fat Joe's mixtape. But it's not Fat Joe's mixtape. There's no Fat Joe songs on here. So there's no incentive for a random fan to go listen to a random mixtape there's none like like when we do it these artists are not getting paid so it's not like they're getting fucked they're coming through and they're dropping verses Mm -hmm. and then we're promoting it maybe not as best as we could but we're promoting it right Mm -hmm. these guys are not even promoting it well they're getting more than a hundred fucking listeners but that's the point (laughs) right we're yeah. promoting the yeah. shit yeah. Yeah. to get them, to get them. Yeah. the ears of our fan base. Yeah. We make videos, yep. we tweet, we put them on we fucking Facebook, we put yeah. them on IG, yeah. all of this shit. Yeah. These artists are not doing that. They're just like, yeah, you'll be on a mixtape. Well, yeah, it's on a mixtape, bro, but it's not, you're not promoting What's it. it? Doing, I wonder What's if doing? the promotion the part is part of the contract, because if that's the case, then they... There is no contract. Oh, it's e- it's, it's PayPal payment. me the money. Yeah, <laughs> PayPal me this money, and, and you're gonna be on this mixtape. Yep. And that's why you're, pay- you're, p- you're paying for placement. I'm sorry, yes. I'm 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 with you, bro. Like uh, 
yeah, the artist should take some accountability here, which is what you said. Not all of it, but come on, man. Y'all can't do that sort of thing. Yeah. And place such blind faith in somebody that DMs you. Yeah, I mean... Like I said, there is a, there is a level. It's not just a, 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 a like a, a random somebody. You see, you see what I'm saying, Ken? So that that's kind of like the hook and the sinker. That's right. That's the part of the sale. Right. Because if I'm seeing Benny or Jada or Fat Joe hit me up or a a manager, like you know, what I'm saying like I follow you know a lot of artists and I, I some of them I follow their manager and their entourage and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And if I know, oh shit, this is part of Griselda. This nigga hitting me up talking about being on a mix that all I got to do is pay five hundred. People pay more than that for a beat. Yeah, but they're Facts. still. Uh, yeah, I mean that's why it's a scam because they're taking advantage of you know it's still, someone's yeah. desire. It's definitely a scam. There's no way around it. Yeah. It's definitely a scam. And when I say that there's a level of of victim blaming you have to do, is not to make these artists feel bad for what they've already done. It's to make sure that artists after them are not doing it. Yeah, you guys have to understand that nine times out of ten, if it's too good to be true, it is. It's not true mm -hmm. all right i'm sorry you might be the hottest dude in in wallakazoo kansas okay jadakiss didn't hear your music and hit you up and be like yo your song's dope it didn't happen guys mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. shad moss was not sitting around with He's nothing to do on his private jet <laughs> yeah he on that plane first and foremost if that nigga is a part of anything it's a scam i was gonna say yeah if you see if you, you see not trust that if you see shad moss on the list and you on the list yeah, you need to no. get off that list. Yeah, get off that list, <laughs> off that list. You don't want to be on the same list as him. That's a fact. But there's other people on here where you're just like, damn, like like Papoose? Yeah. I would yeah. never I would never want to believe that someone like Papoose would be a part of I a know. scheme but, like but, this. But you know what, though? But I, I think that th 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 there's two sides of it, right? And obviously the independent artist trying to come up is obviously the biggest victims in this thing. Yes. And I, I don't want to just absolve all of the other bigger artist names that are mm -hmm. part of this, but like you, like how you detailed earlier, it could just be where, you know, Block Three Sixty reaches out to this person's management and is like, "Hey, we're willing to give you ten grand. All you gotta do is do like one post." But you know, but at this point, I I saw it in May and it was already happening. So mm -hmm. let's let's we can just make a guesstimate and say it's been going on since March. Mm -hmm. We're now in August, right? Mm -hmm. March, April, May, June, July, August, five months. Mm -hmm. So in five you. months, one, no outlets are covering it, which I think is shady. 100. I think that something weird is like, this is almost some fucking X-Files fucking conspiracy theory type shit. No outlets are covering this. One, two, the artists, people are tweeting them at mentioning them saying, hey, yo, I paid you 500 and you haven't even mentioned the mixtape. Da, da, da. So at some point, these artists have to have seen a tweet or something. So in five months, no outlets, and none of the artists have come forward saying, hey, I got duped too, guys. I'm sorry. It has, like, none of this has happened. So what is the fucking story here? This is a $3 million situation mm -hmm. that's happened. Why do you think it's weird that no publication is covering it? Because this is a juicy fucking story. Yeah. Dozens of big name artists have collaborated with a company that has that has fucked over hundreds of independent artists. You can get the technicalities and say, well, technically the mixtape can't. But if you are a journalist and you see this story and say, nah, it doesn't really seem that interesting. Independent artists getting fucked, eh, who cares? 
does music, music journalists think the way that traditional news journalists think in terms of breaking mean? big stories? Yeah. Hell I so. yeah. I think so. Even more so probably. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is clickbaity as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm blown. I think what it is is a lot of these outlets don't want to get on the bad side of maybe some of these artists. But I think that that only works if they're looking at the situation and saying these artists definitely knew. Whereas mm. I'm looking at it and I'm saying there's a part of me that thinks that some of these artists don't know that this is happening. Yeah. If well, Benny is tweeting it out, if Benny is going on No Jumper to talk about it, then he must not think it's a scheme. Mm-hmm. He must think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't want to look at him and say, ah, oh, he's part of a scam. I don't. But I'm thinking somebody here has to know it feels, at, some, at some point. Yeah, it feels like Benny is probably said like, I'm getting paid for a service. I'm getting right. paid. And that's probably why he's one of the few that's tweeting it. Right. You know, to fulfill his obligation. I think the, the investigative journalism that it would take to truly uncover all of the detail and nuance that's happening here. Because, because you're, you're, ta- you're talking, this is very multi-layered. And Mike, you're 100% right. This is very clickbaity. This is very big if somebody can get to the bottom of it. But not only do you have to reach out and talk to a lot of these independent artists that are getting screwed over and get their perspective, you got to get into the meat, into the thick of the Block 360. Right. And who's running that. Oh, they, yeah. You know Rap Ponzi scheme, they have done that. It's it. This is like so. So so, wait, so that IG account has his. They're his. digging because the thing about it is, once again, like I said, most publications are not touching this. Mm. So Rap Ponzi scheme is devoted to getting down to what is happening. So they're they've had they they have names now. Mm. They have mm. alternate accounts that these people have. Mm. Like this is a very detailed scam yeah. on the side of this company. Mm. Yeah, this Block yeah. sixty five company. They know that they're fucking people over. Yeah. They know by the language that they're using, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. know that they're tricking people into thinking that they're going to be on this next big Fat Joe mixtape. They so, know this. So question, um, Rap Ponzi Scheme, have they talked to any of the bigger name artists that are the ones that are supposed to be promoting it? From, from what I understand, nobody will respond. Mm. So I don't know if, if, if Block 65 has access to their DMs, which they clearly do, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going in and deleting the DMs or mm-hmm. what, I don't know. Cause you gotta think, honestly, most rappers that are big name rappers, a Fat Joe, a Jadakiss, a Cassidy, they're probably not running their own social no, media accounts. Yeah. They got people signed into that. Right, so these people that are signed into it, they may be fielding this. Cause they're, even if they don't know, maybe their managers know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their managers might know that shit is happening and just Definitely don't care. Think the managers yeah. know. And it may not be communicating it to the artist because it's kind of like, well, shit, I got my cut. He got his money. Like he, did, cause it, you know, he's doing his job, you, making yeah. money for his, exactly. for his client. Right. And, he, so, and sometimes you don't, I don't know. Obviously, we don't live that lifestyle, but I would have to assume that you, when you're at a certain level, you don't know 100% of the detail of everything that's going on. Right. But you know an overview of, where money is coming. But, yeah, at but some if point, they don't know how much blame should be placed on the artist, if the manager is doing most of this. If they don't know anything, then I can't really blame them too much. Yeah. About a quarter, but but like I said, there's no way that I believe that none of these artists know anything. Yeah. Because people, people are tweeting at them and saying, hey, what's going on with this stuff? Yeah. And they're just not responding. That's so that's that's 
only if they're if or they're partly if it. they're uh, managing their social media accounts. Yeah, right. Yeah. If they're not managing the social media accounts, then they may not even be informed about any yeah. of this shit that's happening. And even if they do get slightly informed, they may go back to the manager and be like, "Yo, what the What's fuck? You had me sign up for this shit, mm-hmm. and now I got people mad at me about X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z." And the manager Fix says, it. "Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it." Yep. Yeah. And they might just walk away, or mm-hmm. there might they might have signed a contract that still requires them to do this mm. when they first signed up for the deal. It could be that these guys came to them and said, hey, here's this contract. We're going to handle the promotion and the funding of the artists. But you sign this contract saying that within the next six months, you'll tweet about it at least once. Because there has to be a contract because they're using their likeness on the cover of the mixtapes. So there has to be some sort of contract between 365 and the artist, the big artist. Mm -hmm. It's just past that. We don't know what kind of contractual obligations that 365 has to the independent artists that they're charging 500 bucks for. So these poor guys who are struggling to get their music heard, they get excited. Oh shit, Benny's in my DMs, talking about my music is hot. Mm -hmm. Oh shit, fucking Cassidy just hit me up. This is crazy. Dave East just DM'd me saying my music is dope and he wants to put me on a mixtape. God bless, you know what I'm saying? And then they walk away Mm -hmm. thinking that they just got the best deal of their life. And instead, it ends up on a random ass fucking SoundCloud page and gets twenty seven listens. Fucking Dat Piff on and on Dat Piff. God damn. So please, independent artists, please do not do this. If anyone hits you up trying to charge you money to be on a mixtape, you better get a lot of fucking details. Because if it's a big artist, they don't do that. All right, they don't right. do that. Yeah. So you got to be smarter about this shit. Too much at stake. Where we live in, take advantage of the uneducated. Yeah, that's and, exactly right. Uh, the desperate. Um, but I'm blaming also, real quick, I'll be done. Mm-hmm. I'm blaming also publications that have been sent this story and just ignored it. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that's wild to me. Not, not big publications. You know, I'm not looking at Pitchfork, nobody like that. But these smaller independent publications that claim to be looking out for independent artists, mm-hmm. y'all get these stories and you're just like, eh, I don't care. DJ Booth is the only one that said anything. I think we should look at Pitchfork too and hold them accountable because they are bigger and this is a juicy story based on what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, but I really wonder why they're not. That's the thing that fucks me up. I really, because it's not like this is a lie. This is actually happening. Mm-hmm. This is legitimately happening. So why is no one saying anything? Yeah. I, I actually thought it was over after DJ Booth said something. I thought the entire thing was done. So the fact that it's still happening... Bugs me out. So yeah, everybody, rap.ponzi scheme on Instagram. Go follow that account, please. And um, like I said, I'm gonna try to make a video on this because I really don't want to see any more independent artists getting fucked over. And where can they watch the video? Go to mikectown.com, M-Y-K-E-C-T-O-W-N.com. Well, I just got three things, but I'm only gonna talk about two. Uh I, I will mention the Kanye Jay-Z. Uh, thing, but Rod is not here. I would like to have that conversation with him present, uh, whether it's on here or whether it's on Dead and Hip Hop. But I think it's definitely more of a Dead and Hip Hop mm-hmm. uh, conversation than here. But uh, but we are aware of it, and we will cover it um, down at, at some point soon. Um, the other two I, uh, will be brief. Um, but Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and this. Uh, Man, this was something I I didn't want to see happen. Mm. Um, and to be honest, I don't know her. I have no personal attachment to her. I, I you know understand and feel sorry for her family 
uh, at this time because I know they're going through a lot and the people that work close to her and know her. Um, Did he say how she passed? Cancer. Oh, okay. okay. But um, I'll be honest, I'm looking at this from a political mm-hmm, perspective. Mm-hmm, uh, the timing of everything court. and everything. Yeah. Right. And um, I think this is something that we have to pay attention to because Trump is set to announce a Supreme Court nominee this week. So there is a lot of things that I haven't... It happened Friday. I haven't really had a chance to really do a lot of digging mm-hmm. and, and fact-finding here. I don't know if this is, if there's a precedent for this or not. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that in 2016, when Obama had a chance to appoint a nominee to the judge, uh, Mary uh, Gar- Garland, or uh, he was blocked by the Republican-controlled party, Congress, um, because it was an election season, and they said, we should let the people decide because the people would decide who should get appointed because they'll decide with their vote by the president that ends up in office, whether it's Hillary or Trump. Mm -hmm. We're in that same situation again, and Trump is saying that he's going to uh, appoint somebody Susan Collins, I want to say, came out and said that she doesn't support it. And two other GOP uh, uh, um, congressmen ever came out and said that they don't support it as well. If they go ahead, if they go through with this and you got a full. I'm like, man, what is it? What would that make it? Six, six, three, six, three. Is it five, four now? Man, we, we, we. People that fight for certain things are going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, abortion, Obamacare, et cetera, et cetera, a number of things uh, based on their 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 political values. Um, we are 44 days away from the election. There is no reason they should nominate a judge and get that judge on the court. Absolutely. So, um, but we all know that the Republicans are the masters at <laughs> saying one thing and doing another, and they don't give a damn what people say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they're going to find a way to do it and do it anyway. And I think, as usual, the Democrats are going to roll over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people really honestly don't care. And, you know, uh, that's going to be the end of it. And that's why I did not want to see her pass while this election was still in play. And I was praying that she made it. Not literally, but, you know, uh, figuratively. Because I don't necessarily really, I don't pray. But... Um, just something to watch. It's still developing. She just passed. Um, but it's just, it's just concerning to me. Um, the other thing I just want to send a shout out, man, to all of the mask wearers out there. Um, cause we talk about the people that don't wear masks a lot, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and just being out and seeing that a vaccine more than likely won't be here until Q2 or Q3 quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter. Uh, Redfield said that from the CDC. Yep. Um, Damn, the, really not all the way in 2021? Yeah. I thought they yeah, said it by yeah. fall. Well, no. No, no. So, well, no, there's 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 conflicting things. So there will be a vaccine created, but it will not get out to everyone in the public, he said, until second or third quarter of next, mm, month, next okay. year. And if there is one in November, late December, it's going to go to people in most need First and not the general, right, and not the general public. I'm glad you asked that question, though, because that shows how they put this stuff out here and people mm-hmm. walking around like, oh, we're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So swing votes, you know, and that's what it, that's yeah. what's basically happening. He's going out here saying these things and people don't do their research and there's not enough 
uh, counter information to clear it up. And well, yeah, and then Trump turns around and lies and said that he's wrong. Right. Trump came out flat out and was just like, no, he, he, was, know he was wrong about. in his information. Yeah. That's not true. If we get it, everyone's getting it immediately, which yep. all you have to do is think for 10 seconds. <laughs> Does that make sense? And is it possible? Right. No. Yep. No, it's not possible, guys. Right. They've been saying this all year. Right. What makes you think? But people place such faith in the president and the government that they think things, the miracles are going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I will just, you know, when I just go out and I go to the grocery store, I'm just out. I just, I'm just marveling at how society can just really adapt and adjust. And we see these apocalyptic films like 12 Monkeys, where they're wearing mm-hmm. masks all the time and The Walking Dead, how they you know adapt and survive in that current world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to shout out the mask wearers, man, because mm-hmm. You know, you guys are helping out a lot. I don't think people, uh, you know, thank you guys enough. You know, um, I'm one. I'm surrounded by uh, them as well. But I see a lot of people doing it, man. And whether they're forced to or whether they just do it because they want to help out in general, mm-hmm. I think it's great. And we just recently seen the anti-maskers go in Target like it's some bit fucking joke. And um, and but, the shit in Salt Lake City, too. I mean, it, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. So, um but yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. The young kids, the young people that are doing it, the young ones that are in here, man, the, to be that responsible to take Except this. Except for that one over there. Mm-hmm. Look, look at him over there. Look at him. Look at him. Huffing and puffing. Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 Don't even got no damn mask on and shit. We are here talking about shout out to the people that wear masks. Your ass over there naked. <laughs> shit, naked face. Over there with a naked face. And still ain't pulled it up. And still ain't pulled up or nothing. <laughs> so, oh, oh, my bad. Whoops! Damn! Damn! Reveal you messed up my whole spill, man. man. These these young kids, the ones be out here super spreaders. Shout out to everybody except Ramil right now. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to kill me and Ken, (laughs) right? Uh, (laughs) That's that's actually funny. But um, but yeah, I actually had a COVID. I had my second COVID test. Uh, I went Wednesday, Mm. came back. I feel. Was it, was it just uncomfortable? So this is interesting, right? So, um, no, it was fine, actually. Actually, So I went to CVS, and I was uh, oh. telling them earlier that I had to lie to get to take the test. No, the CVS ones are different, but go ahead. Oh. Yeah, and uh, you had a second one done? I had a second one done, but I went to the same place that tortured me the first time. Same torture? No, it didn't hurt as bad. Okay. The second time, because I knew what to expect, and I had a different person, and she didn't go quite as deep as the okay. first one. Okay. It still hurt. You guys are still liars. <laughs> about liars. It's uncomfortable. It's extremely right, uncomfortable. It's no I, I've been through a lot of pain. In my Get life. out of here. That right. shit did not hurt at all. Uh, it's just uh, it's just extremely uncomfortable. But it, it ain't extremely it weird just, to me. It's just uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. You said it felt good. I said it felt weird to me. Oh, yeah. the weird was pain. <laughs> what no pain? <laughs> Maybe he's about to say this or something. Like what, what, like Mike. So when it happened, you like ah, like what did you do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As soon as before they even right. got to this, no, he's like, ouch. Ah, right. Like, what you mean it? I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to picture Mike <laughs> him doing that shit. And Mike saying, yo, God, what the fuck? Chill. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture Mike. Like, so how did it, like, when he, he said the same thing to the prostate doctor. <laughs> <laughs> You're going too far, all right? <laughs> hey, Nick, he's like, don't come. Whatever you do, don't come. <laughs> don't clinch. <laughs> I don't like what's happening right now. Right. No, right. it's not an it's not an ow that hurts pain. Here's how I can tell if somebody is telling the truth. Did your tattoo on your arm hurt? No. Liar. 
But the ones <laughs> tattoos hurt. No, hey, hey, no, Thank hold you. on. Wait. But tattoos the ones, hurt. The ones I got on my chest did though. I was like, I was like this. I will say that. The arms and shoulders didn't hurt. But then when I got the ones on the chest, I was like. The meat's different on the No, but here's the thing. All tattoos hurt, is it some hurt less? Yeah. So on my legs, god damn it. Just gonna leave it down there. On my legs, they hurt. I know. What the fuck? I'm always dropping that shit. On my legs, they hurt. My back hurt. I can see that. Right? I can see that. This hurts. Yeah. This it hurts, but it's like it's it's easily tolerable. It's Mm. just like, all right, cool. It hurts. It's annoying. Mm. But it's not like, oh my god, stop. When I got that first one, it fucking hurt, but it wasn't like an ow, oh my God, pull it out. It was like, God damn, all right, that's what we're doing today? (laughs) (laughs) The second one, she went in the other nostril and it didn't hurt as bad as the first one. It was just like, okay, now this is- You got a weak ass left nostril pretty much. I think so, because like, I have a cartilage issue in one Uh nostril than I have in the other, like- okay. Long story, but yeah. that's how I know because I got my nose pierced in this gotcha. nostril and it never healed. Gotcha. Because of my cartilage is weird mm. there. Anyways, it still hurt. It just didn't hurt as bad. So anyone that's just like, oh, I didn't even feel it. I, I didn't feel it at all. I They're felt lying. It, but it not, not you. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. People on Facebook were saying I got you. I got you said you felt it and it that's felt weird lie. and it was yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Them, them yeah. Lie, they lie yeah. like that's a yeah. lie. Yeah. People, are, I have friends on Facebook just like, yeah, I didn't even feel it. Oh, you're yeah, a you didn't, fucking liar. Yeah, you lying if you you're say you didn't feel it. You're a fucking liar. Like, Jesus Christ. With you guys, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a semantics thing where I'm e- I'm a lot easier to say it hurts. I got you. Whereas y'all will just say it was uncomfortable because you don't want to say it hurts. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So, but CVS they make you do it yourself. So exactly. I, it was actually uh, not that bad because I, I wanted them to do it. I didn't want to do it myself. Just just mm. stick me, you know, because I wanted to make sure I did it right. I know I I I, I do it what I said. <laughs> it's him. Dude. I, <laughs> you can you can you can edit right. You got editor's privilege. <laughs> um, but the process was, the process was cool, but. What was sort of concerning, and I just saw a report about this today, is that I'm like, where are all the cars? So when the CDC came out and said, hey, if you're asymptomatic, you only got to get test, test went down, and testing Jeez. is down. Um, the, the, the rate of infection is still at 5% of those that are tested. It's just the people that are getting tested, the volume has mm-hmm. reduced down mm-hmm. by 40 or 50,000. That's a problem. Which and it's, all a, it's all a ploy by Trump. If he can get exactly. people to yeah. not get tested, then the numbers go down yep. or they at least stay the same and he doesn't get blamed for more corona deaths. Right. And um, yeah, exactly. So the CDC got backlash. They reversed that, of course, obviously. But the damage has already been done. We still don't know what the results of Labor Day is going to be. Idiots. Those numbers haven't came out yet. I just saw that Europe is experiencing their second phase. They said they're in their second phase. So, um, but that's why I wanted to shout out the uh, the mask wearers because we're gonna need them to get through this, especially until next year. I was extremely depressed when I saw that news. Cause I was like, man, I gotta do this shit. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's fucking exhausting mm-hmm. to, to have to go through this every single day and everywhere I go and to live like this. But you know, it's what we gotta do. I called that from day one. I was like, this is gonna be at least a year and a half because you can't develop a vaccine that quick. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people were just like, oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be done in, in August. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. Yep. Like 
I think we've the fastest vaccine we've ever. Uh, you know, I'm not even gonna say that because someone's gonna fax on me. I'd be wrong. But I, I figured it was gonna be at least a year and some change. And I said to my mom, I was like, "You're gonna be doing this at least until next June." Yep. No way. Yes, next June, guaranteed. And that's if we're lucky. Yeah. Because you have to get this through right all the year. fucking dumb fucks mm-hmm. who are running around saying masks don't matter. Meanwhile, the CDC guy even flat out said he's like, the masks might protect you more than the vaccine Yo, does. He did say that. But these stupid fucking people think that they're just, I don't know, man, that they're, that the whole thing is just made up. Some, it don't hit you until it hits you with some, some, some shit like this. And yeah. Well, yeah that's I, some, that's I, I the think, unfortunate part of it. I yeah. do think people are tired. I get it. They want to get Aww. back to some sort of normalcy, but if they can just... Uh, Realize that this is normalcy for right now. I know. Then, you Niggas know, ain't trying to hear that, man. I understand. I think I, I do think people are worn out, and I think people are like, man. Yeah, you some know, people just fed. Yeah, I can. Yeah, it I is. It, it's. It's. Yeah. I'm. I'm getting a feeling. I have no factual evidence to support this, but it's just the feeling that, um, that people are like, man, if I get it, I get it. I think that's what yep. we're starting. It's starting to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. it's starting it, to get to that point. It took the summer away. Now it's taking cuffing season away. So shit, like, nigga, some hey, some got to shake. Yeah, I mean, motherfuckers are still out here cuffing, though, Nick. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, that's gonna change. You basically create your own bubble, um, but but yeah, but either way, man, like um, it was something else I wanted to say, but yeah, the the testing though, yeah, but it wasn't that it wasn't that bad this time. I I, I love the process um, because you you because I was concerned that when you when you put it up there that it's not because I'm doing it myself. Mm-hmm. I was only gonna go so far. You yeah. know, but they do a good job of like coaching you through it. So I got one. My yeah. wife got one. Um, we're both negative. And like I was telling her, I said, um, I said, you'll feel good knowing that you can go around your mom yep. knowing that you don't have it like yep. that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a feeling that you can't pay for. Yep. So your, son, your sons, your boys got it, too. They don't need to. Oh, they yeah, don't. they okay. don't need to. So I'm going to try to make it a regular occurrence. Just to, yeah, I think I'm going to go. I'm probably going to go next week. And get tested again. Yeah, I've been going every three weeks mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. just be on the safe side. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just feel like it's a smarter and safer way of living for mm-hmm. right now. Yep. You know, I mean, there's only like there's only like really one person I'm hanging out with without a mask. You know, we're both getting regular tests, mm-hmm. but it's just I, I feel better. Yeah. Not knowing that okay, I have a sore throat today. It's definitely not COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because before it was like, shit, I got a fucking toe ache. I'm about to right. die. <laughs> right. I got the vid. Boy, y'all. anybody sneeze around hey. you, you're like, all right, bro, get your ass up. <laughs> you got one more time. <laughs> but yeah, knowing like whenever I, I know that you had a test and B had a test and he had a test, like, I did. Yeah. Rod had a test. I don't feel worried. Shell had a test and Ralph used her as his test. But, um, but nah, I, I think I do it more so just to make sure you guys are straight around me. Um, Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, because uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that that I'm cool, man. Because mm-hmm. I'm around you guys often, so I just want to make sure that that the people that I'm around are safe for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's but I still it. don't want y'all come around me with no fucking mask on, bro. So that's, None I, of y'all. I'm negative. I, you were negative when you got the test. You could be positive because <laughs> you was over here talking to FIFA. It tastes. It tastes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Anyway, man, that's going to do it for us uh, with topics. So we'll be back with uh, common commentary and pass the mic after this quick break. All right. So we are back. And let's see. So uh, let's find some topics here. So Cutter. Cutter 3000 ZZ wrote, not to be the wild buzzkill, but I assume the person listening to this around heavy machinery 
did so because they were at work, LOL. And That's Mike funny. was absolutely <laughs> right. Like, come on, bro. Like, you should clearly know we were joking. Remember the guy that was like, I try to listen to y'all and I have heavy machinery in the background, so I can't really hear what y'all are saying sometimes. So make sure you're talking into the mic. Oh, and we were right. like, bro, yeah, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, how about yeah, you just yeah. don't have heavy machinery in the background? Right. We were joking, Cutter. Yeah. Right. Or, or get better headphones. Or get, yeah, get you some bows, bro, instead of getting them fucking big lots joints. Hey, hey holla at me. Hit me up on Twitter, dog. There you go. Maybe you. we'll get you a discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ghostified Mark was funny. He said, yeah, someone who works at a warehouse, I felt personally attacked. LOL. So that, was, <laughs> that was funny. DC Truth Seeker um, wrote that I personally don't like the assumption that Democrats have never accomplished anything for black people because that's historically inaccurate in every way. Mm. From FDR's New Deal to Linda B. Johnson, a known racist who accomplished some of the most substantial civil rights legislation in American history, to cleanse economic policies, even to Obama's accomplishing the most dramatic mm. healthcare reform in American history and passing marriage equality. Democrats have accomplished significantly more for black people than Republicans. All right, so here's my issue with that statement, bro. I'm not going to be the type of person that always have to just use the appropriate words. Like, you know, for a fact that never did me like never in fucking history. Right. <laughs> right. Like, come on. Like, I even mentioned Linda B. Johnson, I believe, yeah. that he did that. And he did that because motherfucking white people got caught whooping black folks' ass mm-hmm. on national television mm-hmm. and they were embarrassed. So they didn't do that for black people. They did that for white people because they look foolish globally. Uh-oh. Anyway. Isn't that shit exhausting? Yeah, very. it really is. So like, come on, man. You, you know what else is exhausting? He knows better, though. Yeah. DC Truth does he? He comes across as a person that's fairly reasonable. But I think a lot of the, and this is this is nothing against them, but I think a lot of these guys really just want to drop gems, and they want an excuse to do that. Mm. So yeah, I'm sure he knows that you did not mean never literally, but that gives him an excuse to drop that little bit of, of knowledge. But my thing is, bro, just drop the knowledge and don't use it as a way of right. pretending yeah, you're yeah. like attacking someone's stance. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's silly. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, <clears throat> yeah, I, I've seen him come in before. So no, I was, he's very intelligent. Yeah, I was surprised that he, he, he took that approach. Yeah. He took that approach. That's why I wanted to read it because I'm like, just with anybody else out there also, like, come on, y'all. Y'all know better. It wasn't. Literal, but and anyway. stop half listening to the fucking episode and then making comments before you finish the goddamn conversation. Cut that shit out. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of those too. That uh, aggravating. Reddit three 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 wrote, "I have never heard Kunis Owens call out Republicans on a list of things <laughs> that the black community wants have been asking for." Not saying they're wrong, but I need to see some receipts from Rod and Mike on that one. I don't uh, remember agreeing with that though. Maybe I did. I don't remember agreeing with that. I, I forgot to go back and re-listen because I remember Rod said that. Yeah, because did, I, I, did I, I agree with it? <laughs> I didn't mean I to. Don't, I know I. <laughs> Maybe I got too hyped. <laughs> I, I don't honestly, it, it was a fun debate, but I don't, I don't, I can't remember, and I edited the damn thing, so I had damn. to listen to it twice. So uh, I don't remember. I know Rod said it, and even when I was editing, I was, I started to look the shit up. I was like, man, I don't remember <laughs> doing this shit. But, um, but I don't know. But, uh. Then there's facts only. The panel Rod was referring to with Owen was a congressional hearing about hate crimes and white nationalist propaganda. It wasn't about getting black people anything, LOL. Mm. Mm. Oop, oop, oop. And then some other people agree with him, uh, but then King Anesu, who's an interesting character, said that she calls out the Republican Party all the time. She and Trump referred to the Republican Party as the swamp. 
she doesn't f- fundamentally think herself a Republican. She even claims that she would be, she wouldn't entertain voting for a person like Killer Mike if he ran Democrat. She's lying. Of course, yeah, she's, she's lying, lying, bro. Mm-hmm. Come on, she's a politician or politician adjacent, so she's lying. You can't believe that shit. I think withholding our vote is a better strategy than leveraging our vote, but only if we organize. I'm also hesitant to believe that upper class and rich black people will support the issues that working class black people support. The most radical demand I can think of right now is the call to defund police. No Republican is going to support that and Biden wants to invest $300 million in the police to create more diverse departments. I think as, Democrat, as the demands become more radical, both Democrats and Republicans will show how similar they are. Thanks for reading my comment on the last episode. Um, cool, but I don't think using the defund police was a good example if both parties are going to basically do the same thing. So, you know, if Biden is a Democrat and he's talking about giving money to the police and the Republicans don't want to do it just because they don't want to do it, so they're both kind of doing the same thing, yeah. and that's not helping us one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But, yep. The Democratic Party will never support defunding the police. No. Mm-mm. No, no matter uh, what fine ass Kamala Harris says, <laughs> God damn, she's fine. Did y'all see her walking off that plane with the Tims? With the Tims? With, with the busted Tims? Apparently, she's been wearing Tims. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I, saying. I, I, I'm just saying, yeah, with the Tims. Yeah, I saw yeah, she yeah. come off. Yeah, I saw her before at the, the. Never mind. She, she, she <laughs> bad, bro. I was like, damn, she's bad. Dog. Yeah, I was looking at the Tims. I hate that she's an undercover cop, but she's bad. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> y'all don't agree? Like, she, she can check your prostate any day. Huh? <laughs> And I wouldn't oh. shoot her. And I wouldn't shoot her. Your bus off, though, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize how, how, how... I wish I liked her. Yeah. I really do. I oh. wish I liked her. They're going to fuck up this election, bro. Oh, they already yeah. fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Haven't yeah. I been telling you this? For, I know I didn't want to throw that in you. I've been saying it the whole time. It, no, man. it's fine, hey, man. Oh. Look, I, I deal in the present, oh, okay? okay. <laughs> man, I, I saw this shit. They fucking this shit up. And I said that he can win... Like... I said, all he has to do is not fuck it up. Yep. And he's, he's, he's blown a 3 1 lead. He's fucking it up. He's, he's blown a 3 1 lead. This is going to be a mess. Yeah. This is going to be an absolute mess. Yep. 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 They should have went with AOC. She's fine too, though. AOC fine too. Yeah, they, man. I'm, I'm, I, I, I now, know. If it was you trusting the government, Mike, that's what it sounds like. That's how they get you. Trust the government. I just trust my eyes. The GTD. GTD. What that mean? What's it mean? Get the draws. I got the draws. He got the draws. He got the draws. Oh shit! Sorry. PJ Guron wrote to answer Ross's question. One reason everything related to Travis Scott became so expensive is because he has a huge suburban white fan base that's willing and has the money to pay for his stuff. Also, the other big Madonna celebrity was Michael Jordan. And that was a good point y'all made in the fact that it was white, so white, white audience versus black audience. I got that wrong. So y'all were right. All right, let me read this last one. Uh, J.O. 69, uh, I really enjoyed this episode and I agree that a lot of people were harsh to criticize, to, harsh to kill a mic. How else are you supposed to end that change without talking to those in power? Mm-hmm. Another point to bring up is King should have his own political podcast. Uh, thought about it, but I don't know. I don't yeah, get some other black folks and do it. Definitely need Q on that. That would be dope, actually. Mm-hmm. Once Q moves here, that would be really dope. Oh, yeah. I love you all, but that shit Mike was saying about trust the Democrats more than Republicans is completely asinine. They're both the same. One pretends to care while pandering for our vote, while the other one is ignorant and disconnected. 
The Democrats have been leading us astray for mm -hmm. 60 years. Now, false promises ever since we switched Democrats over to the civil rights movement, which proves King's point. If we leverage the vote for Republicans, that can enact change. Seeing how they lose out on the popular vote every year, things shift in politics all the time. And to think that Democrats are somehow more humane than Republicans is just false. Yeah, and you're wrong. Sorry, guy. So, yeah. That there's a tracked history of both parties being trash, but Democrats actually doing some things that are more beneficial for our community than Republicans. I know it's cute yeah. to say that they're the exact same thing, but they're not. They're trash in different ways. They're it's trash just, in, they're different in different ways. ways. Yeah. Like yes. One yeah. gives us more trash than the other. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand when people say that shit. I hate Democrats too, but stop. <sighs> stop lying. Mm, ah, do you, oh, man. Say it. What? I'm just, because we already going along. I was just wondering, do you think they just kind of stumbled in some of the good shit that they've done for black people? Well, I think that yes, that, I, I agree with that. That they've just stumbled Not into all the of good it, things. Like it wasn't like their. In some instances, I don't think it was their intent. It just okay. happened to work out that way. Where and and the okay, even if that is true, the Republicans would actively vote against that. Yeah, it doesn't. So then, how the fact, are they the same? Yeah, you know what I mean. I get because their saying. intention wasn't necessarily there, but factually it was a benefit. So and, I don't and know. And the thing is, if somebody came in and said, "Hey, this is a benefit for black the black community," do you think the Democrats would then be like, "Oh, wait, no, we don't want, we don't want to do that anymore," or would they still do it? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah no, I, I got you. I got you. I always feel like they always think about like you know, high ties raises all boats. So whatever is good for the majority, for the most part, even if it does help these people, I don't think they're doing anything that's like. What Martin Luther King was doing with Lyndon B. Johnson, like that was someone who had to include a lot of other things to help one mm -hmm. specific area. All right, so we're in our past the mic segment where we answer your questions. You can send those to isthemicelon at gmail.com. I'm pulling this from the email uh, this week. Um, so, hey guys, five plus fan here. Uh, context I'm an Asian American, my girlfriend is a Latina. My girlfriend works in a psychology based profession dealing with children that have autism. In one of her weekly meetings, the HR, who's black if that matters, asked a question to all the therapists in telling if anyone has experienced any racially insensitive situation with the children. There was only one white therapist. The rest were POC. The only one who decided to share was the white guy, which I guess was the white therapist. The white guy was sad that one of the kids he worked with was surprised he listened to hip-hop because he was white. <laughs> he claimed that he was racially insensitive was legitimately hurt by that comment from the autistic child. The nerve of this guy to say that this, the nerve of this guy to say this is his experience of racism in a meeting filled with blacks, Latinos, and other people of color. What are your guys' thoughts? Not the question guy, the, the the white guy. Yeah. You guys get so upset when you're challenged on anything. And it all stems from this idea that you guys deserve everything. You deserve to be able to say nigga. You deserve to be able to dress a certain way. You deserve to not be criticized when you're listening to black art. You deserve everything. And when somebody questions that, you can't fucking handle it. How dare you question me and my authenticity when it comes to things that are outside of my social group. Man, shut the fuck up, dude. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Sick of this shit. We have to worry about getting shot. You know what I'm saying? We have to worry about hypertension. 
All you have to do is go to a meeting and have a fucking autistic kid. Even I don't even know why. Actually, I guess it does matter if he's autistic because he's probably going to be more honest mm-hmm. and, and open. Yeah. Yeah. You, have to comp- you have to listen to an autistic kid tell you that he's surprised that you listen to rap. Like music. your worries are different from ours, bro. Way, like, way, way different. different. <laughs> We're even in the same world right now. <laughs> right. You in a different tax bracket. Dog. For we, real. Right. You're on Mars. Right. And we're here dealing with real shit. Nah, he's exactly. not even in the same galaxy. For real. Like, it's just nuts. It's, it's crazy. Other, like that, that, that's just hearing that, Ken. It, it, there's just some people in this world, bro, that. Need to be I, pimp slapped. They do. But that shit ain't going to help them. It's not gonna help him. Never, never know. I was like, ain't no, we ain't tried know, it, have we? Yeah, I ain't never, he ain't even never been pissed like, like that before. <laughs> like, yeah, I think about things differently. Like, you know what? Black people right. aren't that bad. <laughs> right. You know what? There is actually some racism in the world. <laughs> right, man. He, he, yeah, no, that, that, that. Yeah, he need to, he need to wash his hands because he pulled that out of his ass. For real, yeah. for real. That's Damn, all this ass and put hands and shit. <laughs> it's, it's a show, man. What the fuck is going on here? The ass episode. Prostate the whole episode. <laughs> right. I guess it depends on what hip hop he was listening to. Like, was it Lil Dicky? Was it Eminem? <laughs> nah, he's the artist said was he was Paul surprised. Wall? It got to be somebody like Moneybag Yo or something. If it was <laughs> Moneybag Yo, then yeah, that's a fair question. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a fair question. I think it was racially insensitive to judge this man because he listened to hip hop. However, was it was it this the right opportunity to raise that? Oh my god! He was asked a legit question in a meeting. Fuck he just him. gave his example. F U C K H I M all day. Mm-hmm. No, racially insensitive. That's how Lil Boosie was spelled. <laughs> <laughs> I spelled it right, didn't I? No, I'm just <laughs> saying Lil Boosie is oh, known for spelling. Oh, you were making a whole song out of it. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike's a half step back today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe he was trying to feel included. Nobody no. else had nothing to say. Probably because he said that shit first. Yeah, I, I hope the whole room was silent when he said that shit. Like, it was like you, we gonna let you sit with this. Yeah, like really, yeah. nigga. I would have ate his ass up, bro. No, one hundred percent. For yeah. real, for real. I, I, I think the eyes in the room would have just shrunk him. It should have, but it he probably have. he probably feels validated in his complaint. Yeah. He probably does. He probably really thinks that that was a racially insensitive question. Is it racially insensitive to somebody to say, hey, Mike, I I'm surprised you listen to metal? Is it racially insensitive? Yeah. Yes. As a black person. Yes. So why is it not racially insensitive for the autism kid to say this to the white guy? Well, because it's not like it's not like white people haven't been forcefully excluded from genres of music. And it's not like Listen, the reason it's not racially insensitive is because white people get to be a clean slate. We don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay? White people get to be into hip-hop, mm-hmm. and they get to be into rock, and they get to be into metal, and they get to be into country. We don't get that opportunity. We don't get that same consideration. We don't have a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So for someone to come up, because I've, I've had this happen to me like fairly recently. I'm pretty sure you did. When I was mm-hmm. at the pet store. I put it on Facebook. We were checking out and I was wearing a shirt and this fucking dick face was like, when was the last time you listened to that band? Mm. And I was like, I don't know, like two weeks ago. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, and oh, what, what were you about to like oh, call fuck. the metal police on me? And he was like, oh, something like that. And I was like, uh, like, yeah. fuck you. Mm-hmm. But, that, <laughs> but that's the kind of shit that we have to deal with. Mm. And the whole thing is that's not just isolated to that one instance. That statement and that attitude stems from a long history of racism. 
So racially insensitive for me to be surprised that this white person that looks a certain way is into hip hop? Maybe it is racially insensitive, but does it matter in the grand scheme of things? Right. It's like comparing nigga to cracker. Those are two different discussions. Mm -hmm. One thing doesn't really matter, whereas the other one does. Mm -hmm. This white guy, I guarantee, has not been put down his whole life for listening to rap. And even if he was, so fucking what? All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening and we'll be back next week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace.